0: Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak It's Thursday,
1: January 29th, 2012 Time for Gibbon Nation Media Assassination Episode 378
2: This is No Agenda
1: Back from the island of Drone on solid ground in the capital of the drone star state here at Camp Mofo in the morning, everybody. I'm Adam Curry,
0: and from Northern Silicon Valley where I remain and appreciate a better connection. I'm John C. Dvorak. It's Crackbot and Buzzkill in the morning. Did I say Thursday?
1: I'm sorry. I meant to say Sunday.
0: You might have you you can you've done that before. <laughs> I have done that. I meant to say always bit. Thursday in Texas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's all it's always the day before the weekend here in Tejas. It's good to be back though, man. It, it was nice being there, but it's good to be back.
0: Well, congratulations on your engagement.
1: Well, thank you so much. Uh, you you didn't say this when I told you. It's funny, interesting.
0: You... Well, it's because I didn't get the note. I was I thought may have been a, a, you may have been trying to to, to uh, punk me. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to punk you. <laughs> I don't know. Catch me off guard and then I finally got the note that supposedly was sent to me that came like 2 days ago. Yeah. And then uh with some photos. Yeah. Are you going to yeah. come
1: are you going to come uh, for the wedding?
0: When when? <laughs>
1: What, what, what This is not. That's not a great to answer to my great question. I mean when when <laughs> well, when? when it's scheduled. What difference does it make? Won't you drop everything? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're there. We're expecting you to officiate. Oh, I'm not going to be the best man. <laughs> no, you're not going to be the best man. Oh man, what a <laughs> chip! Officiate? You want me to marry you? Well, you, you're you're allowed to, right? Yeah, but I, but I don't know if you could, uh, if you can do it, if you can pull it off without being a jerk.
0: Well, I, <laughs> I'm i not a jerk 24-7. Uh-huh.
1: Can we catch you on I'm that sure one that hour? I'm sure
0: that your cornball uh, <laughs> thing that you're going to write is going to be hard for me. To, to not keep uh, to keep I don't know maybe I'm It depends
1: th- I, we're thinking maybe maybe we'll just
0: get if you ma- get carried away with all this kind of you know uh, new age stuff which I anticipate <laughs> by the way <laughs> you mean like bare feet and uh, well that and then fly, little girls with rose petals and throwing them in the air every thirteen seconds you know Whoop, there they go <laughs> that's not new age that's romantic John you know and then some you know moon rings and uh, <laughs> don't, both of you topless I mean that kind of thing. <laughs> Hey, now it's sounding really good. Wearing, you know, some sort of weird, you know, having soaked in some sort of goo. <laughs> hey, citizen. Uh, yeah, with like um,
1: like sticks in our hair.
3: <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> You've pretty much described exactly what Mickey wants. <laughs> I'm, your, your insight is amazing. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get married and we'll then we'll just have a party. But then we'll ask everyone to get up and say something. That could be fun too. I always like the uh, speeches the best. Not bad. The yeah, especially we.
0: We'll I got it. We'll do a roast. Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's roast. A marriage. It's a roast. There you go. Perfect idea. Yeah, we come up and insult you, <laughs> <Yeah>. insult Mickey, <laughs> yeah. insult all the other roasters. Now you're talking. That's fun, yeah. right? That's yeah, a I thing. can Do that. I've done those. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the headliner. <laughs> i can handle i can be the MC
1: to that anyway thank you very much and uh it's good to You're be. You gonna back.
0: do this in the united states or are you going to get married in uh the antilles are you going to get married in holland are you going to get married in russia what well um i'd like to do it in the in the united
1: states um we could do it in the i mean the thing is we got you know we got people who would come from gitmo
0: nation lowlands um so you kind of want to, you know, you want to make it easy. Would for you, could you have a wedding in, in Holland? Where, and let me just imagine it. So everyone's sit, seated in a chair and like, a, you know, just in a big giant in, circle. In a circle. In a circle. And without saying anything, just kind of droll. <laughs> no. No?
1: No I, 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 no, I wouldn't want to do it in the lowlands. No way. Now we'll do it here or yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Do it we, in
0: Dallas. Why down? Do it at the uh, at the big giant the Superdome. Uh, the bowl. Superdome, yeah. The bowl. But, uh, <laughs> I think they, yeah, they've put it yeah, in stadium. Yeah, let me uh, start saving for that. <laughs> you are gonna do it in a big church? You gonna do it in a chapel? No. You gonna do it in the open air? You yeah, gonna do it in I, the
1: woods? I would like to do it uh, in
0: Texas with line dancing and uh, and cowboy hats and shooting guns uh, in the air. Well, the shooting gun sounds fun. Yeah. We now pronounce you man and wife, and everyone shoots, shoot some, shoots into the shoot air. some guns. Boom, 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 Yeah, boom.
1: yeah that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was so funny um, after we uh, after we concluded our broadcast on Thursday, and, of course, I was done, um, you know, I, the, by the time the show went up, you know, it turns out we had about 250 kilobits per second. It was like using a modem. <laughs> that was, I mean, well, It sounded like, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, you know, we still we still got through it. Uh, but of course, when you upload the file, it takes like an hour and a half. So I'm sitting around waiting, you know, and yeah, you know, and everyone in the house is like out on the boat. You know, they're like, "Hey, how you doing? How's that show going?" You know. And so by the time I'm done, it's five five thirty local time, and nothing left to do. And the whole day is shot. Going out on the boat for an hour. No, the thing takes forever to upload. No, no. The well, yeah, but you know. I, it already took an hour and a half, and the minute it's done, I want to, you know, publish. But anyway, so by, by the time I'm done, it was like dinner and go to bed, and there was another debate. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I flip on the yeah. TV. It's like, what? Another debate? Are you kidding me? This, this, this guy's just out of control with the debating. By the way, I thought Ron Paul, what I saw, I thought he did really, really well.
0: He was, Yeah, I thought he would have done better, though, if he'd finished his sentence. Uh, see, I don't know, I, did, I didn't see it so, uh, They, they had a couple clips They wouldn't let him
1: finish? Or I, I caught the... Um, this thing is, this has really gotten way out of control how, how the media is running this I mean, they keep talking about the race The contest um, You know, it's like They're using every single word in the American Idol X Factor script And even Wolf and Pooper Boy they're, they're analyzing it like they're talking about the Super Bowl and, and actually, well, let me play this clip. I thought this was kind of telling. But first of all, how Wolf is like, well, you know, or actually Anderson starts off. Yeah, well,
4: you know, they wouldn't answer
1: your question. I
4: <laughs> who stood a ground wolf blitzer in the exchange with Newt Gingrich. We um, went really back and forth on the appropriateness of a question. I just want to show that exchange to our viewers.
5: Earlier this week, you said Governor Romney, after he released his taxes, you said that you were satisfied with the level of transparency of his personal finances when it comes to this. And I just want to reiterate and and ask you, uh, are you satisfied right now with the level of transparency as far as his personal finances? Well, you you and I have a great relationship.
1: I love this, by the way. You know, you and I have a great relationship, you know, Rolf, you and I. It goes
5: back a long way. A long way. I'm with him. This is a nonsense question. Now, the, the,
1: the, what I find it problematic here is Ron Paul should be the one slamming the media, but Gingrich seems to be getting all of that, uh, all of that juice, which is good actually. I mean, he's right, you know, people.
0: Well, I think a lot of it is to distract from Ron. You know, they do. They've taken Ron Paul, and instead of fighting it, they have like you know, uh, Ron Paul it. say something, and Gingrich says, "I agree yeah, with him." Yeah, Then right. they go on and say yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah.
1: Well, listen to the so they this the first a little bit of the exchange and then but listen to Pooper and Blitzer wrapping it up. It's 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 literally like they're at a football game.
6: How about if the
5: four of us agree for the rest of the evening, we'll I, actually talk about well, issues to relate to Mr. governing Mr. America. Mr. Speaker, you made an issue of this this week <laughs> when you said that he lives in a world of Swiss Bank and Cayman Island bank accounts. I didn't say that, you did. I did, and I'm perfectly happy to say that on an interview on some TV show, but this is a national debate where you have a chance to get the four of us to talk about a whole range of issues. But if you issues. make a serious accusation... You're, you're talking to Wolf Blitzer here, man. You know, I
1: brought Anthony Weiner down. I can do this to you, man. Against Governor Rice like that,
5: you need to explain that. You want to try again? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be nice if if people didn't make accusations somewhere else that they were, weren't willing to defend here.
1: All right, let's tell the Romney uh, guys that he's got now no ad-libbing with Mitt here. Shut up, Mitt. You're, you're making it worse for yourself. Now back to Pooper.
4: Uh, a really interesting exchange. Oh, and, nice. and I think it contributed to the idea that a lot of people felt Newt Gingrich was, was somewhat flat tonight
1: flat what, is, what does that even mean he was somewhat flat
0: i guess you know he was they were always talking about it being in a you know wearing a brassiere or something i think <laughs> that <they> finally <laughs> lost some weight
5: you know uh he was the one who raised that issue He's <laughs> training bra the cayman islands the swiss bank accounts he made a very serious allegation against serious Tommy. i thought it would be a Appropriate. good opportunity yes. for him to clarify. What, kind of a, what
0: kind of a wait 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 what kind of a serious, serious allegation, allegation is saying like to you Nothing. No, oh, you're living in in a rich part of Austin and you're uh, you're got a Cayman Island Bank. What kind of an accusation how is that a serious accusation? You just well, it's just a minor commentary yeah, well, to me. This, I don't know how serious it's not, like, it's not right. like he's like a, a pedophile.
1: <laughs> I don't know about the whole flat thing though. You know, he didn't have his training bra on uh, tonight, Anderson. Well yes indeed. Now, by the way, if you said that to me, that would just be an outright lie.
5: Explain what he meant by that, and uh, he didn't want to talk about it. But then when I finally pressed him on it and, and he backed down,
4: he responded. <laughs> uh, the- yeah, I pressed him on it. He backed down because I wolf effing blitzer bitches. There have been a number of allegations, obviously, made on the campaign trail. Yes, yeah, allegations, allegations.
1: It's just like, you know, uh, why don't they just do? They're trying the, to spice it. Up. Why don't they just do it right and hire Ryan Seacrest? He would be so much more fun. How come uh,
0: th- that's what? L- Huh? Actually, I think Ryan Seacrest... Seque- Secret Crest. Yeah, he would be great. He would be yeah, I think he would to be it, honest about it. As yeah. silly as it sounds, no. I think he'd be great because D- he would not be he would not be involved because he doesn't have really a political agenda that I can tell. No. And I think he'd be more personable and I think he could I think he's is as silly as it sounds, I think he'd be better as a television
1: producer and you and I of course uh, head up the uh, Dvorak Curry consulting team. Uh, I think we, we're onto something here. This this would be a very very. And I think good it would idea. pack a
0: man. Yeah, nobody wants to see Wolf Blitzer. No, We <laughs> want Ryan. got to, you know, They might as well face the reality. I mean, it, we, Fox has been indicating this for years. And when they have Guilfoyle with their legs, yeah. over on the on the show, and they have, and they 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 they're getting closer to the. I mean, Megyn Kelly is a good example. They're getting closer to just saying let's screw it. We're a show business company. Let's just put in, you know, high end, not Wolf Blitzer, but let's put in Ryan Seacrest. I mean, somebody that's a high end moderator and put him in and and bring in the audience. It would probably do the public a favor. And about halfway through,
1: we're going to take a break. Right now, here's Ryan Seacrest. All right, everybody, we're going to take a break here on the GOP X Factor Idol. And here's Kelly Clarkson, and just do a song. Just have a just you just have her do a great song. It'll be rocking it out. You know, it'll be fun.
0: But no. <laughs> No, yeah, It wasn't suggested. Yeah, this would be better. We really. Yeah, or could. I think it would be better to just do a variety show. You So you'd have the guy, you know, spinning dishes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, running back and forth. The dogs jumping backwards. You know, exactly. Kind
1: of exactly.
0: And you just run them in and out of there.
1: Ah, but no. No, 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 no. Do we get to produce it? No. Ken Ehrlich, whoever is doing that, you know, that guy. And does all this. He does Celine Dion's Vegas concerts, and then we,
0: you know these guys could use some writers too. Somebody oh. mentioned that on one of the shows that they think that Mitt Romney gets all his one-liners and material from the. I thought it was the best description: the back of Boys Life magazine.
1: <laughs> you have to understand what Boys Life magazine is, otherwise you yeah, don't get it. It's,
0: it's magazine for you know this yeah, boys, boys Life, and yeah. it's just you know very <laughs> low end. Uh, <laughs> it
1: wasn't low end. It's, it's kind of like a outdoorsy it was a magazine for boys, like an outdoorsy scouting type, you know, camping magazine for boys. <laughs> I like it. So,
0: but yeah. if you had some really, you know, some pros writing the material, so they were delivering hot one-liners at each other, you'd have competitive little teams. Yeah, or you even you'd even have a show around them picking the writers. Oh yeah, we could that we could have a pre-show all about that.
1: Yeah. Did you see the uh, the script writing session by the way? No. With um, President Obama, he had uh, Jeb Bush in the Oval Office. Oh, really? Yeah. This, Unbeknownst to the press, President Obama met Friday evening with former President George H. Walker Bush and his son, former Florida Governor Jeb Bush, in the Oval Office. They were doing a script writing session, exactly like I predicted. Here he comes. Jeb Bush on the way. That's no coincidence.
0: Well, you know, there's something to me that's still fishy about uh, Obama's uh, positioning of himself in this whole election if you remember the um that that event where they have the press come in it's called the whatever and they make jokes i forget the name yeah of the, the,
1: the white house press corps dinner yeah,
0: yeah and they and he was in there and he was talking about these people that are going to be running against him and he's the and it's the first time i ever heard huntsman mentioned he mentioned huntsman hmm. as the guy who's going to get in the race And Huntsman got in the race. Of course, he failed because he's got no personality at all. Right. And, uh, but I'm thinking, you know, this, of course, we've said this all along, so it's no big deal to to say it again, which is that these, this whole thing is rigged as one party. We don't really have any competition. You get somebody like Ron Paul in there and they, they won't even give him a shot at talking. Right. And uh, but yeah maybe maybe uh, maybe this part of the uh I'm, well
1: I called it I said it's if if we were producing this and most of the things we talk about when we talk about hot women when we talk about douchebags we're doing it from our perspective as television producers as suits as yes as executives yeah and suits. it's it's interesting because I was watching uh, another scripted production this was a Lucifer uh, now we all know Lucifer of course is my pet pet name for uh, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. And uh, so she was doing a a town hall with all of her people. So it's basically like what we would call an all-hands meeting, an all-hands of Lucifer. And it it was kind of difficult to comprehend because she had, I guess every team has a letter. So you have like the M team and the J team and the E team. Let's get
0: the E team together with the J team, we can... talk strategies. Well, e-
1: even better at cer- at certain points in the speech she talks about, you know, not just the J team but the J family, you know, it's like she's I have to say she's she she would be perfect running HP or something like that. You know, this is exactly what those companies like. It's exactly what, you know, what the, the Yeah, no, J- the I investors think Hillary like would be a great
0: hear. CEO for one of these companies, yeah.
1: So I kind of got onto this because I was trying to find a video of her um because also apparently on Thursday she mentioned to her people which is not in this in this video that I looked at but this according to an AP news report you know that she uh she says well you know I'm uh after 20 years it'll be 20 years I've been on the high wire of American politics and all the challenges that come with it so it's probably a good idea to find out just how tired I am is what she said but then at the end she says "Uh, uh by the way uh you know, the, everyone says, they'll they're going to drop out of politics. But, you know, you, you never know that you can never leave the job. So, you know, she kind of like left it open, like she, she might come back or whatever. So anyway, so I'm watching this uh, at state.gov. I'm watching this video and her producer comes out. And just to show you how scripted these things are, you know, what does the producer do before you start the show? What does the producer do?
0: Oh, it depends on on how elaborate the show is. But the producer might be before he starts the show. The producer may warm up the audience,
1: right? And he, and, and of course, the audience is filled with shills because we're going to do a question and answer session. So uh, he's got to make sure that the audience uh, behaves properly. Everyone well, and
4: welcome to the Secretary of State's uh, town hall meeting. Just one brief uh, technical reminder. They uh, this. Uh, uh,
1: now, first of all, it's a technical reminder. So, you know, this is all about the, the broadcast. We're getting ready. Get ready, everybody. Places, please.
4: Session is being broadcast not only on the State Department's internal closed circuit system, BNet, but
1: BNet, BNet, really, BNet. All right.
4: It also is being broadcast by a number of networks. So, please always be diplomatic in your uh, in your questions and in your uh, performance. Oh,
1: okay. Please be diplomatic in your questions and your performance. Now, doesn't that mean that they're acting?
0: Yeah, well, this is like, the, I'm surprised they didn't, one of the other things these guys will occasionally do is come out and 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 coach the audience for B-roll. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Oh, I saw that, by the way, at the... Uh, at the very
1: end of the debate because um, I only caught like the last 20 minutes there was a producer on the side literally on stage off to the side with the script in one hand making everybody clap you know he's clapping his script against his hand trying to rile <laughs> everybody up like right, oh. for, for b-roll yeah for B well it was all, it was the end of the show anyway so uh, this is a performance so we've got to have questions that are all scripted and everything is all set up obviously because you can't you know you can't go punk and uh, Lucifer that would be no good and uh well there 's two little ditties I found in her speech, which is all about the quadrennial review of the state Department, which means we 're doing great, revenues are up <laughs> we 're doing fantastic um, and' uh, here's the uh, here 's the first <laughs> here 's the first thing uh, that I found
7: you know it no longer makes sense in a world of constrained resources in countries to have separate warehouses for State Department and AID. We need efficiencies. We need economies of scale, and we're working through all of that. Uh, Pat Kennedy and his great M team is really uh, helping. And as promised, we launched a foreign assistance dashboard.
1: Woo! <laughs> Woo! 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 The M team launched the dashboard. Now, <laughs>
0: this is your pet peeve
7: this dashboard idea (laughs) well listen to the dashboard at www.foreignassistance.gov now please enter that into your browsers right
1: now www.foreignassistance.gov and tell me what you see on the dashboard tell me what you see on the dashboard do you have it John did you see it on the dashboard do you see it on the dashboard we have a dashboard
0: Okay, it says foreign assistance, oh, .gov, I got .com. No, .dot .gov. It's quite weird, it's got some... Yeah, what do you see on foreign gov? Come on. A what do you see? Babe. What do
1: you see?
0: It says it's. I must have it... No, go
1: ahead, read it, because that's what I
0: got, too. What, server not found? Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, citizen.
1: They don't even, it's not even, there's no server at it yet. It doesn't exist. She's promoting it. And the great M team who set it up,
0: it doesn't work. Maybe it's got a dash or something. She didn't no, notice. no. Have you tried other alternatives? Here. Come on. Okay, Come on. wait a minute. Hold on a second. I don't believe this.
1: <laughs> if you do a who is, it says it's active. W. will try the dash. Dot. Foreign assistance.gov. Nope. It
0: comes up in a Google search. If you go foreign assistance, foreign space assistance, space gov, and you hit Google, it comes up foreign assistance.gov, a website by sector, by data, and this and that, and it's still dead. So this has been alive. It's dead now, baby. Because I guess the dashboard wasn't performing right or something. Well, I'm kidding. It's not only up there, but it shows it as. With a bunch of subheads, which is weird for Google when they have all the like data by sector, country, offices. So I hit any of these, and they're all dead. FAC, FAQ. Here's the FAQ. Nothing. Well, this is the, our government at work. Wait, a minute, do you have?
1: Uh, is it cached? Can we get a cached version of it? Uh, no, it does yeah, not yeah, indicate yeah, yeah. a Cache. Oh, yeah, I, I got don't a, see a cache. I got a cache. I got a cache. Got a
0: cache.
1: I got a cache. Well, hit the cash. Okay. Well, it's really broken, the cash. Uh, we've got uh, what's coming. Where's the money going? This is a great dashboard. <laughs> FAQs. So, uh, oops, Google Chrome could not find foreignassistance.gov. Anyway, <clears throat> very interesting to find out exactly what this dashboard does. How much money do you think the State Department uh, spent? $8 million. How much do you think it spends of our total uh, annual budget? <laughs> Of all the money that we spend in uh, these United States of Gitmo Nation.
0: Now what you're.
1: Because it would, it would be in the dashboard and it's in the dashboard. How uh, what is the percentage that the State Department spends of all of our money?
0: I would say maximum 5% of all our money. 5% Maybe.
7: That lets anyone in the world with an Internet connection Woo! to see where we are investing and how much.: Woo! 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 Anyone with an
1: Internet connection except me,
7: and I will be discussing this in greater detail oh, at yes. the USAID town hall. Oh yes. It's also nice to be able to refer our own uh, uh, inquiries that still people think we spend you 20 know, percent of the U.S. government's budget on development to uh, tell them to go to the foreignassistance.gov and actually uh, get a little evidence-based uh, reality going.
1: Uh, third. Be- Sounded to me like it was 20%. So what she
0: kind of said. Isn't that what she said? Well, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. And get By the-, the way, the USAID site, which is the one USAID.gov, I think is... There's supposed to be something about the dashboard on here, but I'm not seeing it, according to Google. Oh, here it is, Foreign Assistance Dashboard. Here it is, under Where We Work. The Foreign Assistance Dashboard provides a view of U.S. government foreign assistance funds and enables users to examine, research, and track investments. So I click, goes right to foreignassistance.gov, server not found.
1: Let me try it on uh, Firefox. That seems like
0: an unlikely coincidence that while we're doing the show, it's down, and it's not down a lot. Yeah, it's been
1: down since this morning. I've been watching. I, I only saw Maybe this. Maybe don't work
0: on Sunday.
1: And if you ping it, there's no server at the other end.
0: Oh, wait a minute. I get This is interesting. There's another link. There's two links on the same uh, JPEG, GIF. And I have a uh, one of the dashboards, USAID Regions and Countries Map. Mm. And, but it's under the, the, actually the URL is USAID.gov slash locations, and this is the I think the dashboard. There. See how much money we give to Canada.
1: <laughs> Why? Why are you so interested in Canada? France, Spain. But this is not. Brazil. This is not. I want the dashboard that that Lucifer said I could reach from anywhere in the world with an internet connection. Well, she, she's wrong. She said it quite clearly. I'm very upset. He right.
0: USAID assistance to Brazil has gone down. Yeah. All right. Now, I have a question for you, John. Yes. Uh, okay. So a question was posed
1: uh, from one of the actors um, and a very good performance. Lucifer starts to answer. I'm going to pause the clip, and you're going to tell me what the question was. Okay? Uh, okay. It was a good question, as you can tell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Very good question.
7: <laughs> I, I remember the first time um, I did a, uh, a town hall, and I, I think I, I was I was asked about uh, this. Uh, I hope you agree we've made progress. Um, we continue to make progress. We know how important this is for all of you. Uh, as I recall, it seems so long ago, but, you know, three years or so ago, we – We really didn't. We really were not in the 21st century. Let me put it that way.
0: (laughs) Okay. What was the question? Um, How are you doing on your uh, on your uh, getting yourself to look a little more uh, attractive?
1: (laughs) No, it was not about her hair or her couture.
0: So it sounds like she says, you know, she's finally in the 21st century.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What could possibly? Mean that she has to be in the twenty first century. The entire State Department of the United States of Gitmo Nation.
0: Uh, do they? Uh, do, 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 does it have to do with laptop computers? Close. Yes, you're getting the there. iPhone or the iPad.
1: You're getting very, very close. Ooh, you're getting so warm. finish it.
7: But under you know great leadership from Pat and our team.
1: That's the M team again who did that great website. Uh,
7: We have made progress. So.
1: Are you sure you don't want to try again, John? We have made progress. Uh, One more guess. Brain implants.
7: (laughs) Today, I'm happy to announce.
0: I'll give you one more shot. Uh, Remember, this is a. Universal (laughs) health care for lesbians. (laughs) Hey, citizen. Uh, No, I'm sorry.
1: But she thinks your answer's funny. We
7: really do read the sounding board.
1: No, it's from the sounding board. So this is a complaint that came in from the sounding board, which is on the intranet that the M team put together with the J family. Come on, what does every corporation always bitch about?
0: Uh, what?
7: Uh, that Google Chrome will be, will be deployed worldwide <laughs> on February 14th. Woo! <laughs> uh.
1: Everyone was bitching that they wanted Google Chrome as their browser. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. It's on the sounding board, but it gets worse. What do you think they're using? Uh, Explorer. Which version? Six. Close.
4: That's my
7: Valentine's present to all of you.
1: Oh,
4: lovely. Internet
7: Explorer 8 will be deployed on March 20th.
1: They're on 7 still. (laughs) That would make sense. (laughs)
7: Um, Woo! Yes! 8! And for more details, you can go to State Cable 7330, which officially announced this uh, January 25th. Now, Google Chrome is intended to be an optional browser it may not work with all the department internet sites or applications <laughs> or
1: foreignassistance.gov.
7: but we believe it will greatly improve the accessibility and performance with external sites internet explorer 8 has been tested with department enterprise applications it's mm-hmm. precisely this kind of quality control testing that delays the deployment of newer versions of, of explorer uh, Pat's informed me that it's the assessment of our uh, incredible crack information uh, systems
4: team. <laughs> Did she just say they're on crack? Uh,
7: <laughs> that we'll skip Internet Explorer 9 completely Woo! and deploy Internet Explorer 10 yes. on or before February of next yes. year. So yes. we're moving, moving, moving. And moving, we, moving, uh, moving, 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 moving. the constant moving, prodding, moving, prodding, prodding, prodding. Prodding, prodding, prodding. Had, prodding. Uh, from the sound Whip it, board. whip it, whip
1: it. Awesome. This, of course, is the entire reason why Vive- no, uh, Anish Chopra had to resign. No,
0: Vivekundra.
1: Kundra. No, Anish Chopra just resigned. Oh, he did? How yes. did I miss that? Yes. President Obama says in his statement as the federal government's first chief technology officer, Anish Chopra did groundbreaking oh. work to bring our government into the 21st century. In other words, he couldn't keep the Microsoft contract. Google won out. They got Chrome
0: deployed. He's out of there. That's interesting. No, it's very logical. Yeah, well, he is a something of a yeah, that could be. It could be. I think it's completely related. This is this is
1: always was because about. he's a bonehead. Well, yeah, and because he's a total dick, yeah, obviously. Douchebag. And he's an nincompoop.
0: But yeah. I'm pretty sure that, you know... When did that like, happen? I missed that. I'm just, now, I'm, now I'm annoyed. That happened... Uh, let
1: me see when the statement came out. Uh, 27th, so Friday.
0: Leaving the White House. Likely Thursday. to run for... He's going to run for something in Virginia?
1: No. I don't, yeah. I don't have that. I, don't have, I, only, I only have the president's statement.
0: Likely he, to run for Virginia lieutenant governor. Ugh. Here's what he I did. hope the people of Virginia have more brains than put that guy in office. Well, uh, all,
1: half the people in Virginia worked for him. So it's like, you know, he just threatened them. Anish found countless ways to engage the American people using technology from electronic health records for veterans to expanding access to broadband for rural communities. So do communities. you think
0: it's possible that the website we can't hit is his uh, throwing a wrench in the works with one of his buddies? <laughs> sure. He's like, hey, you, you fired me. I'm done. Pull okay. the plug. Hey, bye. Yeah, I'm pulling and the plug. Yeah. Pull the plug on these sites. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. A lot of guys do that. Oh, yeah. It's not and unusual, by the way. Change, for, yeah. Change all the root
1: passwords. Yeah. On your way out. Sure.
0: Very easy to do. And people do it all the time. It's one of the least talked about subjects in uh, in business.
1: What um, along those same lines, uh, the, the Gitmo Nation Lowlands government held a competition uh, to design an app. You know, we've had these, right? This was a Vivek Kundra's, uh, he kind of pioneered this amongst uh, idiot politicians and uh, government, to design an app using government information. The winner, the app that shows you the nearest public toilet.
0: Yeah, I know. He talked about that, that how important that would be, but the, or how cool it would be, he would say. But this actually
1: won the Dutch National Prize. <laughs> of, of, of all the government information, yeah. the, the Minister of Economic yeah. Affairs, Maxime Verhagen, said, you know, this competition was great because uh, now we actually uh, can help people using our great public information to find public toilets free
0: of charge. Yeah, what a deal. Yeah. <sighs> unbelievable it's a crap it's crap it's crap standing <laughs> so uh let's thank a few of our executive producers before we uh continue before we get further into the abyss well it's been a good abyss by the but way we do have though, we I'm have gonna, three gonna, uh, i'm gonna say uh, something
1: have... i'm gonna say something about our I, I think that uh part of the reasons our donations were down there's two reasons yeah. i think one i think that donating is loving has got to go ever since we yeah, started no, we that it sucks that that's not working so buzzkill jr loved the research but no it's not working uh, two, uh, the, for the past uh, two Sundays, I've had no pancakes. Could be a jinx. I think so. So, uh, Mickey actually left the, the house this morning early to go get milk. Huh. Yeah, so she could make it. you them.
0: sure that's what she's up to? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: All right, we have one executive producer and two associates today. Uh, our executive producer will be Scott in Dawsonville, Georgia been a long time boner but i do have my original edition challenge coin and i'm donating drunk
1: yeah very good excellent and
0: he says tell adam the uss enterprise getting involved in iran it's not a coincidence i was stationed on the big e in the late 80s as chief machinery operator in engine room number one wow cool. john may remember when it was stationed in alameda I do. Mm-hmm. This is In Operation Praying U- Mantis, it was a huge... The USS nice, Enterprise, yeah. It's a yeah, big, it is a big... It, by the way, the Enterprise, it was stationed in Alamea for a long time. I think it was even stationed when I was working for the government. <laughs> I got to check it out. But from a distance, it is really one of the coolest looking uh, aircraft curves. It's got some high-tech look to it, even though it's pretty old. In Operation Praying Mantis, we essentially sunk the entire Iranian Navy at that time. Just do a web search on Operation Praying Mantis USS Enterprise. There will be plenty of hits. Please de-douche me and I'll get my knighthood when John upgrades to his general class ham license and Adam at least gets his tech.
7: You've been de-douched.
0: Well, sounds like a challenge to me, Johnny boy. Challenge—he's got a challenge coin, uh, and then uh, two, uh, and he'll get the executive producership for the most amount over two hundred dollars. Uh, Michael Clink in Oak Park, Illinois, two thirty-three thirty-three. Citizen John and Citizen Adam, itm to you both. Can I get a little Carmen? Can you play the No Agenda National Anthem? It's been months since you've played it. Congratulations to Adam and Miss Mickey, and finally a shout out to my good friend IT Ninja Citizen Clink.
1: Hey, Citizen. Okay, so let's give him some karma, and we'll do the Gitmo Nation anthem. It's true we haven't done well, that. Well, do in the Gitmo
0: Nation anthem at the end of the show? Why don't we do it now? What difference does it make? Well, okay. Well, let me read the last Todd Simmons donation first. Okay. So we All right. Well, for, for first, let me give him some
1: karma. He, he deserves the karma he asked for.
8: You've got karma.
0: And then Sir Todd Simmons Simons. In 8 Mile Plains, Queensland uh, Gave us $200 with a congratulatory note To Adam and Mickey For their upcoming New Age wedding
1: (laughs) It doesn't say New Age It doesn't say New Age wedding Horrible man
5: Ladies and gentlemen Please rise for your
1: Gitmo Nation National Anthem You may sing along if you want, John
9: In the morning Gitmo Nation We are all charged up to bleed Human resources and servants In all lands and all ships at sea From the east to west, down under To the lowlands and beyond We are happy and distracted slaves In our gifts
1: Nice. There you go. There you go. We don't do it often enough. I always play it on the pre-stream, by the way.
0: Well, good. I'm glad you played it. Anyway, I want to thank uh, those executive producers and all those we'll get to uh, at that break uh, for helping us out on this show, two, three, or two, seven, eight. And try uh, giving us a... uh, Shout out on Dvorak.org NA, some donations at Dvorak.org NA, channel slash NA, No Agenda Show, and No Agenda Nation, where there's a donation button you can hit. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, it keeps the show going, and uh, as you can tell, we've already got good material. It's like falling off a log. We're great. (laughs) What do you mean? It's like falling (laughs) off a log.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Slash
1: N.A. No, it is the value for value model. If you like what you hear, then consider taking some of the money you would spend on entertainment anywhere else and uh, giving that to us so we can continue to bring you this uh, top notch quality entertainment. A couple of PR initiatives that are taking place that also are of mention here. Sir Yaz has started something called NoAgendaHost.com, a hosting uh, company. And it's already up, um, and you can uh, get virtual private servers in both the United States of Europe and the United States of America. Uh, he'll be uh, sending us uh, half of the revenue. Who says? Uh, looks like you can get uh, a server for eleven dollars and eleven cents a month. <laughs> He's got a lot of eleven elevens and thirty threes on the website. Uh, so okay, uh, you know we we. We obviously can't endorse uh, I- initiatives like this, but uh, this is an open-source program. You can take our our name, our logo, our programming, whatever you want to do, and do whatever you want to do with it, and uh, if you can make some money yeah, it. Yeah, repost it, please. Yeah, that would be great. In fact, you should, why don't you get uh, one of those servers and uh, create mirrors. And uh, But it's always nice if someone wants to send us some money from their hard labor. Uh, hey, Citizens, Adam and John. Uh, Citizen Robert says uh, he has registered heycitizen.com. Hey citizen. And is forwarding now to uh, noagendashow.com, com, which is great. That's a good one. Yes. Also obama derangement syndrome.com. Catchy. We'll, we'll see if we can uh, remember it. And oh yes, Tim oh, Yes. Tim comes through with drone license.com. <laughs> there you go. Drone license. You cannot fly a drone without your drone license. So uh, that now of course is also forwarding to our dot com website. Not quite sure <clears throat> What this one is supposed to mean, uh, we have dealboner.com. you understand what, what that would be? Dealboner.com? No, no. Well, it's forwarding to our website. That's nice. And, uh, and this one, I have to say, uh, Sir, uh, Sir Jimmy, Sir James for freehollowbooks.com has registered and is forwarding to us TheOtherObama.com. other <laughs> com, which uh, apparently there's proof now. We have, uh, and we'll get to that later, there's proof there are two Obamas. I'm telling you that we were, we were. you called this, you called this, and I'm the crackpot, but you called that there are two
0: Obamas. Well, there's nothing crackpot about it. It wasn't a crackpot idea. It was a obvi- uh, an observation.
1: Well, the observation is, if you look at the two pictures, and I have them in the show notes at 378.nashownotes.com, you'll see that when he was inaugurated, he was wearing a red tie. And the second inauguration of the other Obama is wearing a blue tie, which, of course, is a signal. Well, oh, that could be the code. It's the code. It's the signal. So we have to be on the lookout. Is it's in it a tie color? A red tie Obama or blue tie Obama. And then we have to figure out which one is evil.
0: Well, <laughs> or, yeah, there could be three Obamas for all we know. But Well, this, of course, is why people are getting killed, because
1: they found out about it. I'm telling you, this is, there's something very suspicious here. Hi, once again, uh, to uh, send us your uh, entertainment dollars to keep the program on the air.
8: Dvorak.org slash N-A.
1: And, of course, you can always do something extremely important, which is to go out there and propagate our formula. Our
9: formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth.
0: All right. Well, that's that. Put a, king, a crimp in the show. Sorry. Why? I didn't <laughs> Okay. All right. So, let's see what we got here. Um Yeah, so I'm watching a uh i got a bunch of different weird things to talk about. It all tends to be leaning a little bit toward real news. We do have a distraction of the week.
1: Uh, there's several of them, but uh, hold the, on. But a which ones do you
0: like? Of the week hey, oh, no. I think one is slightly educational, and that's the one I kind of wouldn't mind dealing with.
1: Now, go ahead. Well, there was a huge distraction over in Gitmo Nation Lowlands, which has to do more with Euroland. So we can do that later.
0: Uh, but- oh, I, we'll just do the distraction. of the week. See if you can pull it out of this clip from the Insider, which is the intro. <laughs> to the uh, one of the shows, uh, like extra. Uh, is it the extra extra? No, use the insider. Use that clip. Uh, oh yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Here we go. All righty.
10: Ashton Kutcher back home and confronted about cheating.
4: And Demi Moore convulsing during her 911 call. What she smoked that led to the emergency. I'm Kevin Frazier,
7: and I'm Brooke Anderson.
10: The insider is on. An ambulance here as soon as possible. She smokes. It's
4: something. It's not marijuana. Demi's emergency after smoking a potentially dangerous substance. New clues from the just released frantic call for help.
10: What does she take? Some form of.
4: And then she smoked something. I'm Matt Babel at the fire station where paramedics heard the full 911 call. Could she have been smoking something called spice? It can have some very
8: severe side effects. To me, to me,
10: can you hear me? She's burning up.
7: Plus. It's Ashton. Ashton back home and getting grilled.
8: You must feel bad that your infidelity
3: drove her to do
7: this.
4: Then. Are so you and Heidi going to get back together? Heidi ex besieged wearing his wedding ring. Why Seal just left the country.
10: The godmother of Beyonce's daughter is Oprah Winfrey. I don't know if anybody at the table would know anything about about that. Gail King on Beyonce's search for Blue Ivy's godmother. We're on
3: Star Watch. Plus... Welcome
4: back. Remembering a Welcome Back Cotter star? His last appearance with John Travolta? A New York TV anchor off the air after his rape allegation? Did Ray Kelly's son impregnate the accuser? Are they telling text messages?
10: That is going to be a key piece of evidence. This weekend's award show, Do's and Don'ts. And the red carpet walk of shame. Celine, J-Lo, and Ed Angelina's date. He's the most amazing accessory. Now from Hollywood, the insider is on the most violent and nude show on TV. I'm behind the scenes with the sexy stars. How they really feel about the extremes they have to go to. Well,
1: I just threw up in my mouth.
0: Yep. I think our donations are down because they're not doing enough of this.
1: <laughs> so. How, they, they, why did they bleep the nine one one call? Is it like this is some? some going to be a Jeopardy question now? Or what? I
0: wondered about that myself. And they all, I mean, and they, they said it was to. I don't know what the point was, but I think they were promoting. There's these uh, these marijuana analogs out there for sale, which uh, I didn't know too much about spice. Spice and, and there's two of them actually I didn't mention the other one it seems like a promotion for the stuff yeah, of course. well duh of course Hello. it's a promotion but it actually is interesting because if you listen to the extra extra uh, rundown oh, which we don't god. have to play oh god uh, is they they kind of accused her of smoking nitrous oxide now, you don't and there's smoke a whole that. bunch you of in, stories about you that it. but
1: that's you inhale it. You don't smoke it. You inhale nitrous right. oxide. You don't
0: smoke it, A, and B, it's harmless, essentially. It doesn't cause any of these seizures. No, and nobody mentions in any of the stories I heard about it that it's, it's the stuff the dentists <clears throat> use, and it's called laughing gas. Yeah, and, and, and you put it in
1: a, in a garbage bag uh, to uh, you know, so you don't take too much of it, and you kind of, uh, why do I know this?
0: I don't know. Uh, I'm wondering myself. Yeah. But anyway, the point is that, that that was a that was a red herring. It didn't go anywhere. But then this other stuff, Spice, which is this uh, marijuana analog, and then another one they know mention, which is Catnip. the other hot Catnip. one, which
1: is... What? It's called Catnip. That's the, uh, that's the, the brand, Catnip.
0: And then there, there's another brand called Catnip?
1: It's the Spice it's like... brand,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. and then there, there's a thing called K2. Right, and, right, K2. And, and apparently what's happened is that... Uh, uh, the these guys, there's, we have a lot of geniuses in this country that can't get work, <laughs> and so they work on things like uh, this, which is you get a um, uh, you you look at the 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 marijuana the THC molecule, and you attach things to it. And what they've done, they've attached these these other chemicals to it. So if you do analyze it, it's really not THC and it's legal. But apparently, under just the mildest amount of heat, the bond breaks. And you get straight shots of THC if you smoke it, which is why this stuff's, you know, become kind of an interesting uh, product. But the, the...
1: <laughs> it's an outstanding product, not just an interesting product. You tried it? No, I've not tried it. I, I, the only thing that went awry in my smoking days is uh, one of Christina's friends sold me what they told me was hash, but it was uh, basically CDs they had melted down. And I smoked that. Oh yeah, food. that was not good.
0: <laughs> nice friends, but anyway, the, uh, uh, the 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 stupidity of this story, which makes the whole thing look like a fake, is that in California, anybody can get a prescription for medical marijuana with very little effort. Yeah. In fact, many of the giant uh, marijuana shows and and displays that they've had. Uh, there was doctors on on there, uh, doctors there that will sign off on this stuff. Yeah, for they'll, you. Give you the, so, they'll give you, they'll give you, they'll tell you that you have you know your stress syndrome and you get your license. Some, anything yeah. There's a million things you get the prescription for, and so you can get medical <laughs> marijuana with very little effort. Why would you? In California, I could see maybe in some state like you know Kansas would buy I, this so stuff. I, I'm,
1: I'm just going to disagree. I don't think it was a promotion for spice. Uh, I think either she was smoking crack.
0: Well, crack is what I think she must have yeah. been smoking, yeah, or DMT
1: that nah, could be. DMT, I think is is going to have a resurgence.
0: Yeah, you've said this for a couple of years now. I haven't seen it yet.
1: No, it's going to happen. Don't be talking about it. But,
0: but crack is always I mean I think you're probably right, and, and this is just misleading the public or poll. maybe she' nice in the spice, but it is giving spice a com- a, a nice bunch of publicity because a lot of people yeah. didn't know about it, right. I oh. didn't know about it.
1: You didn't know about Spice? We've
0: talked about Spice on the show. I don't remember. I just... I'm I'm not a druggie. All right, here's... Here's Demi Moore. (laughs) Oh, this is some good crack. And then she's speaking Chinese. Exactly. Call the ambulance. She's speaking Chinese. Hey, citizen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Poor girl, though. She she was so hot. And then she ruined her face. This is exactly what happens. You get this young, hot dude, and she was bringing in women to the bedroom, doing everything. And Ashton Kutcher is a dick. I mean, Demi Moore was a beautiful woman. She ruined her face with Botox and facelifts and just ruined everything. And now she's smoking crack.
0: <laughs> she's, a, she's a.
1: Everyone queen. should tweet to Ashton Kutcher
0: right now. You're a douchebag. You ruined Demi. Because I mean, you know, she up. probably ruined herself. I'm not going to. Treated him with the uh, with I anything. Am. I am, I am. Uh, you must have had am. a crush on her then.
1: I've always, of course. How could you not have a crush on the old Demi? me?
0: Old <laughs> the to me old Demi? <laughs> what do you mean? You like her now more? <laughs> no, less. Well, she is the old to me now. <laughs> no, I mean the
1: the old young to me. Uh, what are we even talking about this for? You're uh, right. Uh, you uh, got uh, caught
9: up in it, didn't uh, you? Yeah. That's one mother I'd like to. F-
1: yeah, I did get caught up in it. Ha! Yeah. Thanks.
0: So I so we're watching a te- talk. We're still on the subject. No. So there's a new network on television, uh. which is the worst. The worst, but it's unbelievable. You can't. In fact, they even have this thing called ID uh, addiction. You can't turn it off because it's just so gross. It's called the. The the ID channel. What is it about? Is it uh, where you? It's called. It, it means investigative discovery. It's a discovery channel, and it's about investigations. And I, I have a clip here that I want you to play. The one that was the one I sent you an aug that's now in the other uh-huh. But before I do, and this is just a clip from one of the shows with a the classic teaser as they go into commercial. Uh, we'll play the clip first, and then I'll, I'll read some of the line up on the show.
7: Dollars good friend Kathy Boone stood by Michelle she paid the bills and she raised her children so it wasn't like she had hands on she was caught off guard as much as we were
8: she was angry Adam that this was going on but she was also worried for his safety too because he is the father of her children
7: Michelle had every reason to worry about her husband things were about to get even worse
11: he just kept saying it just doesn't seem like something he would
1: do are you sure it's him what What, what are you doing to the show you're ruining our show
0: <laughs> this is stupid you gotta play that little hit <laughs> Yeah, I actually so, like that. So let no, me give you the rundown like, yeah. <laughs> of the, of this new network that we're you know these networks have just deteriorated. They don't play their. We did this before. I'm going to do yeah, this. But why quiz are you going to
1: do this again?
0: No, I'm not going to do the quiz. I'm just going to give you the rundown of this network. Who the fuck did I marry? Which is the the show that's on constantly, and it's all these women who are all homemakers that marry some guy who's a bank robber. He's a molester, and they find out at the last minute. And 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 of course, one guy marries a psycho chick, and it's just like these real short half-hour shows. That's on most of the day, and then they follow that up with scorned love kills. A successful attorney lay dead in her bathtub, victim of an apparent drowning. <laughs> it's it's it, I married a mobster. Right, and, I, I know. And this the one. joke of it is, is that this is where Paul, true crime with Aphrodite Jones. This is like the police gazette. Mm-hmm. And guess what celebrity hostess who 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 told Fox to screw themselves because she didn't want to show her legs ends up on this network? Paula Zahn. Really? She's got one of these. Paula Zahn. Of, Paula Zahn's now on this network. With I one have, of these
1: shows. You know, uh, I worked with Paula Zahn on the case with Paula Zahn. I worked with Paula Zahn uh, back in the '80s when she was on CBS. And she plays cello, which is probably one of the sexiest instruments for a woman to play. And I have an autographed picture uh, personalized uh, with her playing her cello. I mean, you, you know, you, you, you get my drift, right? It's like, oh, wow. She was hot. She was
0: sexy. And now she's on the ID channel? On the case with Paula Zahn. episode episode coming up when a beautiful young graduate student is found stabbed to death. Detectives must determine if the murder was a crime of passion or a brutal attack by a violent intruder.
1: All right, stop. You're killing me. Stop. Enough already. Let me get on to some real news here. You're, you're, you've been banned for the next five minutes. This, you cannot do that. You can't do But well,
0: then you got to take me out with the sting.
1: Oh, wait a minute. John C. Dvorak, you have been banned for the next five minutes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm prepping uh, yesterday. You know, we so we flew in, uh, it's only like a four hour flight from Drone Air to, uh, to Houston. And um, and then we had to drive from Houston to Austin. Actually, Miss Mickey was very sweet. She drove uh, almost the whole way so that I could kind of prep in the car and you know get ready. But so, we're, you know, we're in here like four or five o'clock and I'm prepping away. And of course, I have uh, uh, all my channels on in the background. There was nothing on C-SPAM. So I flipped on CNN and, uh, you know, we still have no um, no conclusive evidence of what has happened to the Leroy 12, uh, which, by the way, is now not just the Leroy 12, it is now the 15 girls and one boy, interestingly enough, in uh, Leroy, New York, up near Buffalo, who all of a sudden have uh, developed uh, uh, what uh, is now basically being diagnosed as conversion syndrome, uh, but it looks a lot like Tourette's, but I mean, I got Tourette's, but not that bad. And uh, of course, uh, I'm pretty sure that this is a uh, uh, an adverse reaction to Gardazil, and the tip-off is that it's predominantly girls, and now there's one boy, which would make sense, and it, it can't really be conversion syndrome because now we had two other cases pop up 250 miles away. So this is a big deal. And I I am standing by my uh, assertion that this is an adverse reaction to maybe a bad batch of Gardasil, uh, which I think is why they're doing everything they can to cover this up. They're bringing in Sanjay Gupta, uh, Pooper's on the case. Now, of course, if you want a shill, who are you going to bring in? Who is the best shill on television to bring in to try and cover this up? Obviously, Dr. Drew, Right. Uh. So, so first, let's get the uh, the latest update. Hello, darling. Let's get the latest update. This is uh, listen to very carefully to this report, John. Before we get to Doctor Drew, and listen at the end because there's there's something very ominous that is that is being brought to the forefront in this report about what's going on up there. Very, very scary. Listen to it. Hold on a second. Uh, here we go.
10: There's good news and bad news when it comes to the case of that strange illness in Leroy. The bad news is more cases are coming forward. The state health department has confirmed 15, one of them a boy. Dr. Laszlo Meschler ah. of the Dent Neurologic Institute says he's.
1: Perfect. Yeah, one of them a boy. You know, we know that uh, they've been pushing for vaccines to be given to boys, too. So the ratio would be about right, 15 to 1.
10: Personally diagnosed. No.
1: What? I said, can we call the boy and find out whether he got the shot? This, of course, is nowhere to be found. Uh, they say that not all of the girls received the shot. Uh, but, but keep listening to this.
10: Ten of them, including the boy with conversion disorder or mass psychogenic illness as a group. The good news is more experts are coming forward to help, including those from the National Institutes of Health.
5: We are very interested in psychogenic movement disorders. Uh, This is one of our major areas of interest. And when we saw that there were patients who had possible conversion disorder, we wanted to make the doctors aware that we're able to, that we're interested in making second opinions on these cases. Now, this is
1: very interesting. This is the National Institute of Health, which uh, I believe has long been uh, just a spokeshole for any any pharmaceutical bull crap that is being legalized for these horrible drugs that are being pushed onto our children. And you hear the guy saying, well, we've been very long interested in uh, in this kind of research. Uh, in fact, he stumbled. Did you catch the stumble there?
0: Hit it again. Yeah, I will.
1: That we're able to, that we're interested in. Yeah, he said, we're able to. Oh, that, that we're able to. We're able. What he's trying to say is, we're able to diagnose this. Remember that, they, that uh, Sanjay Gupta was saying, yeah, we, you know, we're this is great science. We can hook your brain up. We can tell you that you're sick. We're able to. Uh, but he, he pulls back on that and says, oh, we're very interested. We're
5: interested in making second opinions on these cases.
1: Dr. Mark. Now, why are you interested in making second opinions? I I didn't like that. It continues, though.
10: Hallett of the NIH says the students who are willing to come to Bethesda, Maryland and get tested could do so free of charge. Others who are eligible could also participate in an ongoing conversion disorder research study there. The study has been enrolling participants since 2007, all of whom need to be 18 years or older unless an amendment is made to include more of the teens. The patients will have blood tested for two genes that are normally found in healthy individuals to see if they're found more frequently in patients with uncontrolled shaking.
1: Now, let me just say, I have been studying Tourette's syndrome almost all my life since I have it.
10: There's, it's
1: like it's, no one has any clue. And all of a sudden, oh, we can hook you up to the brain machine. Oh, there's two genes. That, oh, if you oh, if you have the genes, and of course you're gonna have you're gonna. Have, it's easy for this to happen. It's contagious. There's all kinds of crazy shit they're pulling out now to conceal the fact that this is vaccination damage.
10: They'll also undergo a functional MRI to look at how the brain functions while the subject performs a specific task. In addition to help from the NIH, Dr. Meshler also reached out to a doctor in Rochester special specializing in tick disorder
1: now listen very carefully to this guy jobs
2: and the three of us i think would like to work group that it together if obviously uh obviously the children
0: uh decide with their parents to come back if they still have faith in us
1: now did you hear what he said We'd like to, to come show back, they still have faith in us. Mm-hmm. Now listen to the last bit.
10: But this coming Sunday, the parents are bringing in their own neurologist specializing in an autoimmune disease called PANDAS.
1: Now, PANDAS, are you familiar with this? With PANDAS? No. P A N D A S. PANDAS. This is an autoimmune disease um, that not necessarily can uh, can you get it from. Uh, Uh, From vaccinations, but when we're talking about autoimmune disease, you know, this is where you get into the adjuvants and all kinds of stuff that can cause this. Listen to what this guy says.
10: And that's worrisome to Dr. Meshler. But
2: I have received phone calls about the potential that uh, there may be uh, um, that this may be a uh, significant uh, concern for the health
0: of the girls.
1: What does that mean?
0: It means they're going to die.
1: He says, no, the way I hear the report is the parents want to bring in uh, a separate guy, a third party investigating the pandas. And then the NIH guy comes back and says, well, this is not good. I I fear for the health of these girls. What are they going to do? They're going to go up there and shoot him in the dead of night. What is going on here? Listen to that again.
10: ...specializing in an autoimmune disease called PANDAS, and that's worrisome to Dr. Meshler.
2: But I have received phone calls about the potential that uh, there may be, uh, um, that this may be
0: a uh, significant uh, concern for the health of the girls.
1: I mean, you can you can hear it any way you want, but I hear it like the guy's threat.
0: Well, you're saying that it sounds like they're going to, huh. Yeah, you're making it sound like it's that, that somebody told clued him into some threat from these drug companies. That's what Just I think. Cover up this mess. But we have a new player on the scene. A new player.
1: I'm sure you missed this one. Aaron Brockovich now on the scene. And for those... And what's
0: she going to do?
1: Ah... <laughs> let me play the report uh, that she the interview she did with Dr. Karen. Thank you so much for being here. I thank really appreciate me. it. Now, and let me tell you first off the bat. I have to give you my opinion on Erin Brockovich. Well, if,
0: you better give background to the people that don't know yes. who she is. Erin Brockovich, uh, Dr. people Mitch. really really
1: only know her because of the award-winning uh performance Julia Roberts gave um about this uh, legal assistant who uh, the way the story goes, found out about um, uh, Pacific Gas and Electric dumping, I think it was aluminum chromide, I can't remember exactly which chemical it was, it'll come up in this interview, um, into the water, and made all of the people of uh, the town of Hinkley very, very sick. They had uh, cancer, bloody noses, colon uh, pooping out, uh, horrible things. And it turned into a, one of the a landmark uh, case in which, get this, $333 million was awarded to all of the uh, residents of Hankley. And she has gone on, uh, and by the way, this is not the story. If you do some research, uh, the story as portrayed by Julia Roberts is not exactly the entire story as it went down, but of course no one really looks into the history of what really happened. They they look at the movie and like, wow, it was great, and Julia Roberts is sexy and hot. So it's Aaron Brockovich... Who has a huge boob job? Um, you know, both her kids, by the way, are druggies. She's completely. She's. She's. A, I'm going to tell you this. She's a terrorist. She goes out and she terrorizes any company, and yeah, and I'm I'm okay with her terrorizing Merck and everything and trying to uh, to squeeze money out of them. But she does go to any anywhere that there's any kind of something might be in the air, and what she does is she terrorizes these companies into basically paying people off, and that's what happened. In the story of Hinckley as well, uh, people got the money and they were paid off and they couldn't sue any further. Right. Did that summarize it more more or less? Well, uh, more or less. Okay, so she shows up on the scene all of a sudden with Dr. Drew and listen very carefully because either she's in on it or she was tricked into being in on it.
5: How
12: did
1: you end up involved
10: in this case?
12: Well, um, back in December, I had been contacted by a couple of the community members in Leroy, and one of them was a family member whose daughter had been affected. And I, like everybody else, you know, kind of watched this story unfold, and it kind of hit the media very, very quickly, and there was a sudden diagnosis.
4: It seemed to sort of fade, and it sort of disappeared.
12: It, it did. Did you it, have the
4: same reaction? I did. The diagnosis
8: seemed... Um didn't, didn't feel right in your gut? And then it kind of closed the door on further investigation?
12: Well, I think the first thing... That
1: right, so that's our first clue right there. Yes, because we know that it's really Gardasil, but we're doing anything to cover it up because the pharmaceutical industry basically pays all of CNN's bills.
12: It hit me in my gut was, well, you haven't necessarily ruled anything and everything in or out. It was just seemed to be a very quick diagnosis. And what happened very quickly after it got into the media was one of the family members, somebody put a note in their mailbox.
1: Somebody put a note in the mailbox.
12: How does this sound to you, John?
1: <laughs>
12: Someone put a note in the mailbox. Anonymous note. And it was about a 1971 derailment and the contaminated rock and fill and soil was used to build a new school so, hold, so slow down
5: now so slow down you, you found out this is something you then
4: were able to corroborate
12: we're still trying to corroborate that so what i did uh, so immediately that's, that's, to okay. research it i, I went online
4: I googled and, and, lo,
12: and behold, well, lo and behold in 1971. 1970,
1: actually but okay
12: there was a very serious train derailment that caused one ton of cyanide to spill and 45,000 gallons of TCE.
5: Okay, TCE is trichloroethylene. Ethylene. Is that the
4: same thing that was in your story that became no, a movie?
12: Hinkley was hexavalent chromium. D-
4: are, trichloroethylene is a well-known carcinogen. Yes. Can it also cause these sorts of neurological problems?
12: I have read and been involved in cases that we have that... <sighs> She's not nice.
4: I see where this is headed. Right,
1: so... And it's a it goes on and on. And I have the clip in the show notes at three seven eight dot notes. This bogus. Stuff. Totally because, bogus. I mean, if this was
0: gonna. I mean, the logic is not there. I mean, it, this why why now? I mean, if somebody because does, because
1: she's an ambulance chaser. And you know, no, this,
0: I mean, why? I mean, but the logic of, of her assertion. Oh yes, is, of course. I, you have to ask why now? Unless somebody what somebody dug a hole and there it was, and there, these girls stuck their heads in there. And now, well, she she did
1: out. all this research. But if you just go to the EPA dot gov in nineteen ninety nine. Uh, They did You know, they this is when this thing really popped to the foreground about uh, the the water and the the crystals and the cyanide and this whole thing that happened in 19 uh, in 1971, not 1970, when this this train derailed. So (coughs) so she's just out there waiting for any opportunity to go and sue somebody. And it makes no sense. Why would it be fifteen girls and one boy? What TCE only affects neurolog only causes neurological disorders in girls? This is a total cover up. And either she's complicit in it, or she's just been you know she got the anonymous note. She got called by someone from the community. This is the, the cover up on this is now they're really grasping for straws. And to bring Aaron Brockovich in is a big deal because she'll she'll be on every single news network talking about this because she's got big boobs. She's funny to look at. You know, she, we all think of Julia Roberts, you know, milfy this milfy that they're really going all out on this. John really going all out.
0: Yeah, I'm going to uh, read a uh, paragraph from uh, the Population Research Institute some guy uh, or some woman, Joan Robinson, who has uh, um, been – she's on your side of this argument. And uh, let me see if I can find this one. It's kind of interesting. Here's what my research has turned up to date. 15,037 girls have officially reported adverse side effects from Gardasil to the Vaccine adver- Adverse Event Reporting System, V-A-E-R-S, which we should have a copy of. These adverse effects include guine bar, yeah, which, which, is, which, is, which, which is... Well, guine bar like, paralyzes half of you, yeah. lupus, seizures, mm-hmm. which this sounds like, paralysis, blood clots, bl- brain inflammation, and many others. The CDC acknowledges that there have been 44 reported deaths so I mean it's not like this is all new. No, it's uh, not. But, but why they continue with this is just beyond me. I mean just I mean they do have, I think this is all part of the fact that they've got this uh, exemption from lawsuits that lets them do this. Right, this but, is our this is our government at work. This yes. is the fault of the legislature. Yes. Because they, the you could,
1: you can't sue the uh, the pharmaceutical companies over bogus vaccines. You can't do it. And, but that, but that's beyond the point. You know, have you seen any Gardasil HPV commercials recently? No, they're being very, very quiet because that is a bonanza for them. Rick Perry, that douchebag, mandated that stuff in Texas. And, of course, Google is absolutely not helpful in trying to find out if there was any... Uh, mandatory vaccination program. Were there vaccination programs at the school? You just can't find any information about it. Either it's been Google washed, uh, which wouldn't surprise me, or it's just filled with so many other bogus links about Aaron Brockowitz that you just can't get through it anymore. You can't find the information. But I, this smells so much like a cover up. So well, it's going
0: to be a good story for somebody. Some writer out there. <laughs>
1: It's just sickening. Now, let me just get off that. I'll just get off the topic for one second. Uh, But but closely related, a survey comes out now, and this all has to do with vaccines and adjuvants, that uh, microwave popcorn bag pollutants, which are the PFCs, which are not just in microwave popcorn, but that is a very smart uh, PR company who puts that in, because that's the headline, but really water-resistant clothing, You know, all different kinds of plastics that these uh, PFCs, uh, which are perfluorinated compounds, lower the immune response to vaccines in kids. So the headline is microwave popcorn bags, make your kids less uh, less immune and vaccines don't work properly. Or is it a way to get adjuvants in? Because we have to boost that stuff up because kids are all using, you know, like popcorn. So there's a lot going on in the vaccine scene on the big pharma side. And I don't think they're our friends.
0: No, uh, obviously. Well, this will be an interesting story. I'm going to follow it closely. I'm following it very, very closely. And,
1: uh, oh, by the way, would you please, uh, not you, but uh, if you have a chance, tweet at social moms.com. You can also find them at socialmoms.com. Social Moms is uh, is basically for housewives who have nothing better to do but sit around all day and try and make money on the Internet, either with uh, taking taking their boobs out on webcams or joining the Social Moms Rewards program and get Amazon gift cards by tweeting things such as this. Now it is possible to diagnose and treat ADHD in children as young as four years of age. Yay! <laughs> so, moms are out there tweeting that you can now diagnose your kid as young as four and start getting them on Ritalin right away. They're douchebags, social moms. Blow me. Oh, I
0: hate this. this play, is it, play it, play it, play it, play it the pet peeve. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And while we're at it, you might as well play the drug ad for uh, in, I think it's Intuniv, Intuniv or something like that. for some children like Eric. Adding
3: once daily non-stimulant Intuniv to their stimulant has been shown to provide additional ADHD symptom improvement. Don't take if allergic to Intuniv its ingredients or taking other medicines with Guanfacine like Tenex. Intuniv may cause serious side effects such
5: as low blood pressure, low heart rate, fainting, and sleepiness. Intuniv may affect the ability to drive or use machinery. Other side effects include nausea, tiredness,
1: trouble sleeping, stomach pain, and dizziness. Tell the doctor about your child's medicines
3: and medical conditions, including heart, liver, or kidney problems.
6: Adding Intuniv? Help Derek.
3: Ask the doctor (laughs) about once-daily non-stimulant Intuniv.
1: So, it's in addition to your Ritalin, you got to give the kid <laughs> the You got
0: to look this drug up. Oh, this Here's the great. deal. It's <laughs> like Ritalin is like this upper, intunive, this intunive stuff is like in tune. You got to tune the kid. Oh, tweak. Is it downer? Oh, no. Yeah, so you give the kid Ritalin, and then he's like still not working out right, and you give him this <laughs> stuff. And the, and the main thing is about it, it makes the kid stupid. What? <laughs> and I'm reading between the lines and then they show that this commercials is pathetic because they show this little kid who's like, I don't know. Is he,
1: wait, is he playing piano or doing his no, homework? No, he's at
0: the table. He's at the dining room like table. He's being a really nice little kid. He's like very quiet like he's a Chinese kid in China or something. <laughs> he's very, very, you know, and he just sits there and he just looks pathetic.
1: <laughs> I love it when they have these
0: commercials and the kid's
1: playing piano and doing his homework and being a nice little slave. Why don't they just combine the two? in two well, different were, well, because you got two drug sales. Come on. Well, but I, we can have a third. You can you can take them separately, or you can just have a third called Zombie and just sell <laughs> zombie. it.
0: Zombie, sell it. Well, Okay, we got. <laughs> there's your challenge for our producers out there. We need their drug commercial for Zombie. zombie. Yeah. <laughs> just, zombie. Just call it Zombie. The
1: Big Z. My kids. Ever since I started giving my kid the Big Z, he's been performing great. He like banging on the piano. I'll write a
0: script. You can. You can. You.
1: you. So meanwhile, in Gitmo Nation East, uh, the BBC, of course, uh, they're now passing this stuff out. And, you know, there's a big push. And we read the we got the emails right from the member of parliament secretary who sent them to us covertly that they had to choose between uh, Saravax or Gardasil uh, for the national health uh, uh, system. Uh, you know, basically, you know, basically handing it out and mandating it. And remember that actress that they they uh, they had the actress do the um documentary some actors I've never heard of but she's remember this we played a clip of her yeah vaguely so she's back because now the of course the the documentary is going to be on television on the telly so the BBC puts her on the radio show and just listen to you know, you'd think that if she's pushing the Gardasil, which she is, but listen to how she does it, and the disinformation that comes out of her, her piehole
11: is unbelievable. Listen, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I really would like to do a... Uh do a documentary on oral sex i don't know if that's really for me and uh, yeah yeah of course what? What? a documentary on oral sex that's really for me she thought okay so let's listen um, but at the time um my friend paul nichols was uh diagnosed with cancer diagnosed of
1: cancer but different type of cancer Oh, different type of cancer but so she's very familiar with cancer
11: but um she's an expert on cancer because her friend got cancer but different kind of cancer it did kind of get my curiosity going and i did feel like i just wanted to know a bit more about the big c it's it's mostly like c. bodily fluids basically you know any all sex like you know normal sex or kissing or anything where any bodily fluids are exchanged um you know, uh, HPV is, is a virus that lives, like, in the skin. So, you know, like, it could be, like, in your mouth or in any other sort of areas of your body. Uh, and... It, it, it. it could be in my
1: armpit, apparently, John. Any other place in my body. My armpit, my ear. It's
0: everywhere.
1: And by the R- way, I'm so... Citizen, ti- run. <laughs> Yay, yeah,
0: citizen. Hey, citizen.
1: You've got, you've got a virus in your ear. I'm so tired of British people saying H instead of H. Get it right. It's H, not H.
11: HPV. It's HPV. Get it right. It basically is, is from oral sex, and, any, and, and that can turn into a virus, which then... If if it's not you know protected or or I don't know vaccinated or however you want to say or uh, uh, vaccinated or protected or uh, you can catch it you know approach then it, it can turn cancerous. You can't screen for it, so by the time uh, it gets right. to the point <laughs> of um or a, a dangerous point basically, um it's kind of a lump in your throat, and that's that's the only point where you, you can operate. Obviously, this show we don't want people to be like, oh my god. I can't have oral sex, I can't do this, you know, inevitably that's gonna happen. You know, it's it's like the whole condom issue, like, you know, must use condoms, like you know, people don't. And, you know, we live in the real world where, you know you know, they bring up these silly kind of thing like um dental derms, which like oral sex things and it's just How silly. No, don't protect yourself get the shot. Right, like, you know, it's it's not realistic to think that people aren't going to have oral sex. It is realistic that there is a it's vaccine. Right, this
0: woman's preoccupied. Oh yeah, we get yeah. the picture. Well, let me just, know, let me just
11: let me just finish up. It's the last thirteen seconds. To prevent people from getting this HPV, H. you know, related oral cancer. So, for me, I I would just I would just really say get get vaccinated or get yourself checked.
1: Yeah, get vaccinated. Go ahead, get your shot, slave. Get vaccinated because the
0: stupid actress says so. So they're bringing in the uh, these teams into this uh, area to look at the girls and this one boy. Obviously, to do the epidemiological studies, the deep ones, the ones that take a real team of people to find out, and this is part of the cover-up, but, but the real thing is, is on behalf of the drug company, to find out why is there this cluster? Because there's probably some... Coincident, other thing going well, on. Well, there's not Either even the... a
1: cluster, John. There's now two more 250 miles well, away. Well, they're going to
0: have to go find out what they're going to bring them into it, too, because there's something in the water or something they eat, or if you maybe eat an apple and get the shot, you get the shakes. But why only girls? It's... That's... It's... Well, we're, we're saying it's but here's what... You're missing my point. Hmm. They're doing this on behalf of the Gardasil makers to figure it out, what the hell happened with this group of girls... You got Ah. the shot and they bought one boy to to keep it from happening someplace else. Like all of a sudden you can't drink orange juice and then get the shot. I mean, who knows?
1: Right. But there's
0: obviously something going on. They're freaked about it. Or they had a bad batch. Well, that's always a possibility. By the way, it's just a bad batch, though. I don't think you'd be bringing all these hot shots. And, you know, it's a bad batch. Just cover it up (laughs) and leave. You you don't bring in investigators if it's a bad batch. Just
1: kill them. This easy. They're just you know, they don't mind killing brown people in deserts. Just go in there and kill them.
0: Well, finish still them the, off. Finish them yeah. off. Yeah. I think there'd, be, there'd be still one too many to kill. They've probably been doing that all along. Oh yeah. I'm looking for 44, 44, yeah,
1: so forty-four. I'm looking at your um, at your uh, what was that? Uh, Intuniv? In Intuniv. According, in so this is the uh, the active ingredient is guanfacine.
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's related to that that uh, congestant material. Well, according
1: to recent studies, uh, guanfacine may be useful in treating ticks. Oh, there's been success when tick symptoms are comorbid with ADHD. <clears throat> that sounds like you. Yeah, I should get some. You should, hey John.
0: <laughs> you should do it. Do this show.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Like I can play the piano really well. <laughs> Oh we this is what we do, ladies and gentlemen. We fight evil and we bring these things to the forefront. Cause no one else will. All you get is Dr. Drew, who's amazed at, at Aaron Brockowicz's tits. Cause that's all it was. You're he like, get her boobs are amazing. Get her on the show. We're doing an eight minute segment with this bitch. He's fantastic.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wanna hear you wanna hear a real douchebag? Well, haven't we heard enough douchebags, but sure.
1: No, you'll like this one. This is one of your pet peeves. This is Leon Panetta uh, being interviewed and asked a question.
5: In how many countries are we currently
9: engaged in a shooting war? It's a good question. <laughs> you know,
6: it's you have
3: uh, to stop and count. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I know we're killing people everywhere.
6: <laughs> i have mean, enough.
1: <laughs> That's our secretary of defense. He d- you know, wouldn't you think it would be kind of respectful if he at least knew Many- i don 't know
0: why we don 't go back to the old terminology. I think the Secretary of Defense is bogus. It used to be during the Civil War the Secretary of war yeah why don 't we make it the War Department and get it over with this is we 're not defending ourselves when we 're when we're doing a lot of these actions. This should be the Secretary, this should be the War Department and the Secretary of War the way it used to be before the politically correct group came And I think it was, I don't know who changed it or when it changed. We should look it up. It's probably available on the Wikipedia. Come but it, the it, Probably in knowledge. the 40s, I'm guessing. But it always used to be the War Department. Never used to be the Defense Department. Why is it, let's go back to what it is so we are at least honest about it. Well, let me see
1: if, uh, the, boy, I'm, I'm glad Wikipedia is back on the air. What would I do without it? Uh, let's have see. have use the mobile version. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Secretary of Defense is head and chief executive officer of the Department of Defense, executive department of the government. Uh, this position corresponds to what is generally known as defense minister in many September other countries. September 18th,
0: 1947. Is that when it changed? That's when it ended. The War Department existed until forty-seven. 47- then it was reestablished but in 1949 as the United States Department of Defense.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, you go. National in the National Security Act of 47, is that it? it uh, could be. It was a marketing document. Hey man, this really doesn't sound good. This uh, War Department. I think we should change that. But the, but how horrible as a person are you if not only do you know the answer? To how many places we are killing people because that's the question hey um hey boss of war department how many people are we killing in how many different places and not only does he not know the answer he laughs about it listen again
5: in how many countries are we currently engaged in a shooting war it's a good question <laughs> you know it's you a- have
0: to stop and count <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to stop and think about that because because uh- i'm just killing people can- everywhere can-, can i make a point yeah it's not a good question. <laughs> it's a great. Who's he kidding. This is not a good question. At least he didn't say it was a great question. It was
3: close enough. You know, obviously, uh, we're going after Al Qaeda wherever they're they're at.
1: No, that's right. Wherever they're at. Wherever Canada. they're at. Wherever it's, they're at. But he doesn't know the answer. He doesn't even know the answer.
0: Because there is no answer. He should be fired for not knowing the answer. There's no answer. We're just everyone's freelancing. They're shooting all over the place. Why don't you just admit it? <laughs> <laughs> there is no answer.
1: There's no answer.
0: We don't know how many wars we're in. There's just, we start them constantly. They're starting and stopping. It's kind of like the, you know, Conroy's the game of life. You know, it's just things that will pop up over here, a little battle, and it goes away. Who knows? we got probably a battle going on in Chicago. <laughs> got to see some of these little townships in your state of Texas. Where they got these guys are all, you know, dolled up in military gear. It's like a war zone. You think we're in a war zone in our own country. It's we got
1: terrible. We got the, the military flying helicopters over Los Angeles doing uh, exercises. We're shooting to the people there, too. Hmm.
0: I'm, very, right. I'm, I'm very proud More of... More good news on the No Agenda show, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen.
1: I'm very proud of our producers. Uh, even though we're not getting the credit for it, which is a shame, really... Um, they're getting a lot of uh, real mainstream media attention. Uh, of course, we have our knight in uh, New York City, who did the drone signs, the drone zone signs. Remember, yeah. we we talked about those.
0: Uh, yeah, no, we had we had had one of them was on our one of our covers for yes. one of the shows. Yeah, so
1: not only did we get uh, like a, a I don't know, it was like a, a thousand word article in New Yorker magazine. Uh, but also Judge
4: Napolitano brought him up. On the screen, a, uh, a photograph of a street corner, 11th Avenue and West 26th Street in New York City. It's not very far from here. And there is what appears to be a street sign that basically says, Attention, authorized drone strike zone, 8 a.m. <laughs> a. to 8 p.m. This is obviously some sort of a joke. But no,
1: it's obviously a promotion for the No Agenda Show, Judge. I mean,
4: we promote you all the time. You could have at least slipped that in. People take this in passing have we become so become so acclimated to the militarization of the police that we look at something like this and don't think anything of it
3: absolutely
4: <laughs> yeah of
1: course absolutely. absolutely absolutely and we had another uh, promotion uh, Strike <laughs> we had another promotion from uh, sir jimmy from freehollowbooks.com which i'm very proud of uh, as uh, you probably heard that the uh, cocaine shipment sent to the uh, United Nations headquarters was in 16 hollowed out books shipped from <laughs> Mexico City in a bag made to look like a diplomatic pouch. You know, can we just all get beyond the bullcrap and just say, of course, the UN is receiving cocaine all the time.
0: Yeah, what else is there to do with the UNSF snort, snort coke? Snort
1: coke, right. And it's like, oh no, this was it must have been some kind of practical joker. In error. It, <laughs> 16 keys, baby. This is not a mistake. This is not like it's not like some guy, like, hey man, did you send the bag out? Oh, crap, man. I can't believe it. I sent it to the United Nations.
0: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> come on. Are you kidding so me? To a specific address. <laughs> <of the United laughs> Are you
1: kidding me? It, it was a, spokesman Paul Brown says they seem to have been delivered by accident. Yes, by accident they, they got discovered. Of course, everyone there is is snorting coke. It's a dealer inside the UN himself. Probably, He's like crap. They got my stash. Yeah, crap. Inside sixteen hollow books. Good job, Jimmy. Funny. Hollow <coughs> <I love> books. <laughs> That's our people right there, everybody. I love them. Good job.
0: Books come in yet. It's a great code, too. Yeah, yeah. Hey. All they have to do is go through all the email, and then you see references to books coming in. you got your guys. By the it way, that's, that. a,
1: that's 33 pounds just to give you another. Uh, it won't do that. Just to give you another magic number there, 16 keys. I
0: think w- any investigator that could have access to the email system uh, or the voice messaging at the United Nations would could d- find out where those books were going. It
1: wouldn't be hard. You know, no, so- it wouldn't
0: be hard, but they won't do it.
1: I was reading some more about code, because, you know, you and I are really big on the code. So, is Syria in the, in the Times, by the way? Ah, uh,
0: Syria, the, let's see. Yes, actually.
1: Oh, well, uh, hold on a second. Uh, well, maybe we should do the... Do we want to do the jingle? Or?
0: Yeah, might as well. We're still ahead of the game, but let's do it. Okay, we'll do the jingle. John's gonna hung
1: the Sunday
6: Times.
1: Now, yeah. my
0: assertion, of course, is that it's the Saturday Times that really has the important messages for the for the for the elite few who get the Saturday times and the Sunday times is sometimes misleading is for mostly for the general, the general, uh, whoever it is that follows this stuff. Uh, the Sunday times got Russian liberals growing uneasy with alliances, nationalists at issue. This is a little bit, this is a side, this has got a little bit to do with Russia. Uh, I mean with Syria calculations that led Romney to the war path and Gingrich's money. There's a piece on, uh, Shelley Adelson who should be supporting our show, but, doesn't know it exists, so I go back to the Saturday times to see what's going on. Ah, above the fold, right at the top, uh-huh. a, a riot scene with, a, with some guy being choked, some poor bastard. The crowd turned on a man suspected of being an infiltrator from the security forces center during a funeral for a rebel fighter that is just killing this guy. They're beating him. Well, that's Armed, that's here's the, the
1: scene, John. We don't
0: know if it's, it's true. It's just a picture. Yeah, it could be staged. The whole thing doesn't. It, the photo doesn't look right. It doesn't, in a lot of, for a lot of different reasons. For one reason, why are they wearing uh, head scarves from Palestine? Well, anyway, armed fighters help Syria rebels make inroads. Top story uh, in the Saturday Times. Okay, so this, we know something's going on, but we still have to get this message. Which they, So they have uh, one of the rare pull quotes, which shows up right under the headline in, in, in the third column. It's a very interesting layout, which is to tell us the real message we need to know. Mm -hmm. Russia sides firmly with Assad Moscow remains a defender of Syria Providing it with a political lifeline and weapons So just be aware of the situation Back off
1: So it would be great if we had any listeners in Syria And maybe we do Or maybe we have listeners who have uh, family in Syria That's very possible, of course Because I was reading an interview with Ankar Kochneva who is a uh, journalist uh, who lives in Syria? Now, of course, this is not a, a video interview, but a written interview with Russia Today. So, of course, take that with um, with the grain of salt it deserves. But he, but the title of the article is very interesting: Syria colon watch the watch the weather forecast. And I'm like, well, okay. Oh, so of course the uh, you know the question is why would al Jazeera and al Arabia be disseminating all these falsified reports on Syria, and this is what you know you and I have been asserting for a while is it trying to take it down? Uh, just like Libya, we get all this phony baloney video and the shaky cams on YouTube. And, you know, of course, we can't put pooper in there because, you know, it'd be too dangerous for him. We can't get any real reporting. So just show lots of YouTube videos and grainy video. And it's like, oh, he's killing his own people. You got to get rid of him. He's killing him, killing him, killing him, killing him, killing him, killing him, killing his own people. So this uh, guy uh, uh Ankar, he says. Uh, The TV networks have been employed as propaganda tools serving to destroy Syria as a state. Some of these propaganda tactics are stunningly elaborate. And you can only tell a lie if you live in Syria and focus on the details. Listen to this, John. You'll love it. For instance, um, on the weather forecasts on Syrian broadcast television... Temperature indices actually stand for the time when protesters are supposed to assemble in a specific location to provoke unrest. If you're with the, quote, opposition... The broadcast tells you there will be a rally in Homs tomorrow at 12 p.m. and a specially instructed camera crew will be waiting for you and your associates turn up to act as the angry masses. You spend five minutes yelling down with Assad in a square and leave with with hard cash in your pocket and the world gets TV images of a street revolution rocking Syria. So they're using the weather forecast to send out the code. (laughs) That's cool. It's going to be really warm tomorrow in Homs around noon. <laughs> around noon. See this red spot here? Hmm, this one right here over this square? It's going to be very warm there around noon. 12.15,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the is expected it's, to be reached. It's going to be very very hot and
1: humid.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we... Uh, uh yeah, we're big believers that there's this messaging going on, and I don't think we're the only ones that... I think it is going on. It's the way you do it. I mean, there's, you can't do it any other way, or you just get busted. Yeah, it's, it's great to do so it on the New York Forecast. Times, again, back to the Saturday paper, if you go inside with these articles, they go inside and they, you, the entire page, A6 and A7 spread, is essentially all about Syria, uh, including the Egyptians attacking the Syrian embassy, which seems like a stretch to put that in there. And... Um, and then there's the explanation of the Russians. The Hamas leader abandons his longtime base in Damascus. And the whole Syrian thing is, well, we have suspected this is a uh, some sort of a phony baloney deal since the beginning. Well, they still right? try- when there's real activity going on in Bahrain. How about uh, Poland? They're,
1: they're riding in Poland.
0: Well, they're riding all over Europe. Yeah. What are they riding in Poland about? ACTA. Oh, yeah. Or at least
1: that's what they say they're writing about. Uh, We don't know. I got a boots on the ground note, which I had to destroy. I just took the copy of the relevant information from one of our producers uh, who I cannot mention in this case. Now, this could be disinfo, but I I do know this producer. He's been uh, working on stuff with us for a while. Doesn't mean he still can't be. uh, He's not a kook, that's for sure. But he may he could be a highly trained spy. I don't know. A good friend of mine has a boyfriend in the army who is a colonel. She told me your boyfriend is being deployed to Iran on Monday the thirtieth.
0: Monday the thirtieth of this month. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, is her boy? What's the status of her boyfriend? Is he like a? He's a colonel. Soldier. He's a colonel. Mm -hmm. Is he a colonel for like Army, U.S. Army? Okay, so Not, not for DIA or anything. No, I don't know. That's all I have.
1: That's all I have. Could be DIA. Could be. But I was like, wow,
0: okay. Holy moly. Hmm. Well, I'm not seeing any, uh, we don't, I'm not getting any, we don't see any messaging in that regard. I do have a messaging uh, thing talking about Syria, since we're still kind of on that. Uh, the Heret, Her, Haaretz, uh news oh, source, they have a headline, Syria forces kill 33 In rebel town near Lebanon border, Mm -hmm. activists say, and that's 33 shows up on Sky News, which would be uh, code. That's all code. Yeah, I saw saw that too. Yeah, something's fake about the something going on. Yeah, and then suicide bomber kills 33 at Shiite funeral in Iraq. Mm -hmm. Another bogus, Mm -hmm. you know, another bogus coincidence, which is a message for. We don't know, by the way. what the deal is on the 33 we just we just observe it adam does it more usually than i do but let me mention one that i ran into that i thought was interesting which was dominion resources fourth quarter net down 33 percent now this is a stock with a stock symbol d and um hold on one second thanks uh and it's it's just a beautiful stock I mean, if you want to see, uh, if you want if you have, you really have a lot of money to invest because it's one of these steady upward swinging, the uh, utilities companies. Well, I looked at the chart and what it says to me, if this is, if this is a signal this says that the stock may it retreats every once in a while, and it might go down to 33,
6: <laughs>
0: which is the buying opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know yeah. what the 33 <laughs> means or why it's being used all the time, but it's, it's obviously being used by somebody, and this would, to me, look like a stock tip. Just- I'm going to show myself by donating to no agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that.
6: Oh, yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on no agenda. 33 in
0: the morning. And, of course, 33 is, uh, we have to pay attention to this because we we we, we didn't get, so anyway. There's a joke in this <laughs> what are you saying? Ply- Adam Johnson. I want to thank him in Plymouth, Minnesota for uh, $129.12 and with the message. Greetings, citizens. Thank you for the best podcast in the universe, multiverse, metaverse. Call it whatever you want. Advertising. And I'm just wrapping up a long-running development project and looking for a little karma to make doubly totally sure it all ends well. I would also like to put my godson, Zachary Schendel, who will be turning five on the birthday for the list coming Sunday, 29th. His dad's birthday was last Friday, but I didn't feel like he should be put on the list. Why? Because, why? because, why? because he, Nick <laughs> Schendel, is a non-donating douchebag. Do I need to call him out? Yeah. Douchebag keep up the great work citizen number 4594465105 um anyway so we have him on the list we need
1: some karma there so let me hand that one
8: out as well you've got karma
0: so i like is why because little uh, tidbit i have a uh, clip i want to go to because it's, it's vaguely uh relevant which is uh, of a preacher begging for money but he's actually threatening more than begging but he has this very interesting neuro-linguistic little bit in here uh that i just thought was i listened to it when you have to see him when he delivers it because it's he has one message but the message is just play this
4: building your faith on God's reputation. When you plant the $273 seed, wrap faith
0: and expectation around it. I'll be sending you a very special letter. Don't be surprised if I don't call you personally because (laughs) I have been praying, but respond and get ready because breakthrough's happening in your life.
1: Mike, this is fantastic. Wait a minute. Let me just try and replay that. When you plant the $500 seed, we'll wrap it in karma now, don't be surprised if we don't call you because we are working on
0: your behalf. Why? Because we are fighting evil for you every single day. Now, he the way he slips in, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised that I won't call. I mean, what do you mean, don't be surprised you won't call? It's like <laughs> a message that he might call you. That's right. You can sit by the but he's phone. He's not going to be calling you. That's what he just said. He's not going to call you. I think no, we should you're do. not going to be called, buddy.
1: Hey, don't be surprised if we don't call you. But if you plant the seed, if you plant the seed of five hundred dollars, we will wrap it in karma. This is great. This is great. Don't be surprised if. Don't, we be, don't be, be surprised call. if we don't call you. That's good.
6: I like it.
0: <laughs> anyway, okay, Andrew Wright in Totnes, Devon, uh, one hundred twenty-three dollars. Karma me up, dudes. New business, oh, lot. All,
8: right. <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> you've got <laughs> karma.
0: Thank you. Don't be surprised if we don't call you. Don't be surprised. Joseph uh, Grassefo, Grace, I think. Joseph Grisefo in Ramsey, New Jersey. Jersey. 117.12. In the morning, citizens. Hey, citizens. Gitmo Nation Garden Stadium, donating 1712 to celebrate my belated 42nd birthday. So I'd like a belated birthday shout-out from Adam, along with my 1111 donation for 1111. I have 228 dot two, three, toward my knighthood i hope you are keeping track no you keep track you yeah. keep track and don't be surprised if we don't call you also please fix the <laughs> no agenda website i've been trying to buy a federal reserve t-shirt on oh, no agenda nation website eric <coughs> yeah, i've been really. trying to buy a federal reserve t-shirt and after filling out the checkout info it gives me an error every time by the way Bon air sucks <laughs> you want to take a real vacation, I have a Jersey Shore house on the boardwalk in beautiful Point Pleasant, Jersey, that i donate for Adam and Miss Mick. Me- what about me? No.
1: <laughs> hey, by the way. Don't I get to go? I'm, I'm, I'm good. We'll go to your boardwalk home. That's Thank you. And the only reason we were in Drone Air is because, uh, we you know, it was free.
0: Kidding me? Free. Well, grassefo has got a free place, too. Cool. So uh, we'll mention to Eric, uh... uh or we'll send him your email and you can deal with it. David, by the way, you can also write him, you know, Eric at, what is it? Eric, what's his it's name? It's shill, shill at noagendanation.com. Shill at noagendanation.com. Uh, David Mercos murkowski jackson mississippi oh, he's been one, around one, thank you Dave. yeah he's he's a regular donor he's constantly donating 11 11 yeah, Paul Donlin. He,
1: he gets value for value he likes the entertainment he's getting and the news dissemination the media assassination why because don't expect us to call
0: and paul donlin in bellevue washington once the home of microsoft uh Hi, guys. Happy New Year's. Attaches double nickels on the dimes times two. Way late for last year. A tad early for this. I'd like to request a shot of New Year karma. Yes.
8: Karma is what it's all about, my friends. You've got karma.
0: Edward Halsey in San Francisco, California. $100. Could I get some karma for the newlyweds? Bob and Jenny.
8: Yes, of course. Bob and Jenny karma coming at you. You've got karma.
0: Talking about Bob, here's Bob Holmes, Newburgh, New York, 8421. ITM, John and Adam, a little karma for the new year would be most appreciated. Call it to all the non donors for being total douchebags. Douchebags. Also in order. Just right. getting by. Ow. Oops.
8: You've got karma. I hurt
0: your ears ringing that bell too loud. Ouch. Yeah. Chris Perry, Rockville, Maryland. That's a
1: good little place. Hey, I, uh, I, I used no. I used, no. Did I live in Rockville? No, Pleasantville, Pleasant View.
0: I don't know. Somewhere around there. A lot of people live in Rockville. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them work for the government. And a lot of them work for agencies. 7777, <laughs> just donating. 7777, yes, the donations are low. Understood. Just wish I had a shotgun in a backyard so I could shoot a clay pigeon from my window every time I hear about the low counts. Perhaps you're magically transforming your bemoaning irritation through the podcast into my head. That's why I donated. The Next time, last time I donated big, above $50, I got a job offer last year to move cross-country and be a desktop engineer at an unnamed military medical center near Bethesda. Hmm. Yeah? Like, that's hard to figure out. (laughs) Yeah. mm. (laughs) Why? So far, why? Because so far, so good. You even got a raise after much, he even got a raise after much wrangling because it costs so much more than in Nebraska, and I'm still getting offers, but... I'd like some karma that will get me a decent job offer from the West Coast Seattle area since my woman got a job there and is crying that I don't care enough just to get up and leave. Hello? I'm paying off last year's debt so I can be free next year. I'm not moving until I get a good offer. Anyway, it goes on. Last thing, it's possible to call out my friend Motion, a liberal atheist, mid-east South Asian, for not listening and not donating. Douchebag. This a-hole thinks I should be open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I tripped over the douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> open-minded meaning vote Democrat and believe in Obama, but he doesn't have the balls to open his mind for 10 or more minutes or so. Anyway, so uh, give him a karma and maybe we'll get a better job. Absolutely.
8: West Coast job. You've got karma.
1: Hey, but that, does that not just prove that when you up your karma that
0: uh, if the good things happen? Yeah, the- you can't stop it. That's right. Um, Tristan, uh, oh I'm sorry uh, Michael Miller, Sir Michael Miller came in again with a hey citizen comment and he wants a hey citizen karma $67 hey,
8: citizen. You've got karma That works yeah, it, does. it does. Hey
0: citizen, you've got karma Yeah. Tristan Mason in Auckland uh, Australia Hi guys, uh, Pelsmacher seems quiet and even JCD is starting to moan so I figure it's about time it's about on, I figure you're about on the bones of your arts by now. Whatever that means, yes. Perfect time to stop being a boner and give some love. Now, Adam getting hitched, we need to help he build his car or his war chest for the big day. <laughs> Don't worry, Mickey. We'll keep you in the manner you're accustomed to. <laughs> <I see>. M-A-N-O-R. <laughs> yeah. Please <clears throat> apply a douching to me. And Carmen and No Agenda supporters and listening. Keep up the good work so we don't have to. Uh, Tristan, yet another one. Mason, Gitmo Nation, Kiwi. And that's very, very Boys kind. Zealand, that's up. very, very kind. Thank you so much.
8: You've been D.D.Dot Carmen.
0: Hey, citizen. So, uh, yeah, he's in New Zealand, not Australia. What am I thinking? The second Mile Productions, in Melbourne, Ohio. Uh, oh, that's uh, Brian and Susie Morris. Yes. Since Adam and Mickey stayed with us, we have had super karma, but apparently it is worn off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it does. I mean, there has been talking about fracking
0: in the area for a while now. Though oh, we formed no. a group to fight it, we found out that the common areas of our lake community, meaning the 550 acre lake, other small parks and roadways, were already leased in 1986. In other words, we're fracked. The 1986 has no legal or environmental protections for us landowners or a property owners association. I would sell. Well, they are. They're, they're moving. They're moving
1: to, uh, I, you know, they had a, a P.S. to that note. They were moving to Maine. They're moving to Maine, and um, I have the P.S. here. One house we are really interested in has a feature I know Adam and Mickey will enjoy during the No Agenda Hot Pockets 2015 New England tour. The house, an 1880s farmhouse, had some bad additions, one of which is a room with an indoor sunken hot tub. We promise to put the lid under lock and key when you visit. Because <laughs> that's how they'll kill me. <laughs> he was in the hot tub and then the, with the cover on. And, well, we're sorry. He's no more. <laughs> uh. Ah, Well, uh, let me give these guys some comfort. They're very nice. They uh, they basically just said, here's our house. Here's our car. Here's our cat. Here's our fracking lake. And uh, they were going on vacation. They just let us leech off their water and their power. And, you know, and, you know Susie has that... Um, has the garden that she makes everything herself. Everything. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. These people are amazing. Here you go, guys. It's some uh, moving to main karma. You've
8: got karma.
6: Be careful with it.
0: Uh, Morton Kiernan in uh, some place, Copenhagen. Yeah which right. is just a mess on my screen, but I realize it's got Ben Hovind in there, so it must be Copenhagen, which is nice. Yeah, 5555. I love Copenhagen, by the way. Very photogenic place. 5555, just a quick note to wish you both a happy new year from Gitmo Nation, Little Mermaid. Haven't donated for a while due to PayPal-related issues, but trying to keep up not being a douchebag. Good to hear that other European nations are reigning VAT trying to reach the ridiculous 25% the slaves gladly pay here in Denmark. (laughs) They're all douchebags for voting in another socialistic government. They have no problem raising taxes, even though they're already in the highest in the world. Keep up the good work with exposing the stupidity around the globe and keeping us sane. Yeah, right on. 25% value-added tax. That's outrageous, eh? I should mention the people, if you go to Copenhagen, like from some other country, you get the tax paid back to you. Hmm. So if you go shopping in Copenhagen, and you know it's a what? uh,
1: What kind of shopping did you do when you were in Copenhagen?
0: Clothes. Oh, really? Yeah, I like the cuts. I like the the minimalist uh, uh, style of of, uh, design. I remember
1: you used to have shirts made with a pocket special so that you could fit a floppy disk in the pocket.
0: Actually, bigger. I have, a, I have a shirt pattern that I made. I have shirts made in Korea, and I actually now have two pockets, two giant pockets that each will hold a complete CD and the, and the case. Oh, a CD? I thought it was for floppies. For CDs. No, a CD and a case. Hmm. So that way when you go visit somebody's house and you see some CD that you really like, you can just put it in your shirt and boom. you're I think that, that's what yeah, won't even notice that you stole it. Yeah, that's we have really to good. stretch our incomes.
1: I, I'm thinking of making uh, underwear with a, with a pocket for a, a USB stick.
0: <laughs> so for
1: someone's house, I just had yeah, to just slip right. it
0: in there and they won't even know. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, Scott Rezepka. Yeah, he's in, another long, long-term patron of the show yeah we're in villa park illinois double nickels on the dime we were drunk and listening to the reverend manning whoop him with the constitution <laughs> clip and dying laughing we call my buddy parth out as an ass clown because he thinks you won't say that <laughs> Douchebag. Uh, uh, ass clown yeah well douchebag's good enough yes yeah. justin say- seats, say- seats seats uh, seats seats sir justin in sir pittsburgh Just. yes um pittsburgh pennsylvania Double nickels on the dime. Hey, citizen, wanted to give you both of you guys some more love. Would love to hear more about Adam's opinion of Alex Jones. Think about using some of his videos to wake people up and then propagate the formula. I agree that with Alex, the guests are the important part. Karma to Ron Paul for Florida and the main caucuses. Adios mofos. Yeah, Here's my opinion. It remains the same. It's the same for a lot of his videos.
1: When you see his guests speaking, it's highly entertaining and very interesting. And I think a lot of his guests are great. And I listen to his show regularly when he has guests on. When he doesn't have a guest on or he's taking phone calls, no. It's like, ugh. Another commercial.
0: Yeah, by gold. Yeah, well, Steve Whitting in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, double nickels on the dime. Nolan Overton in... Dickinson, North Dakota. Wow. That's the state with all the money now. North Dakota is going to become, you can hear it here, the Alberta of the United States. Why is that, John? They got more oil under that, oh. under that state. And, uh, and they have both a combination of, of high winds, which are perfect for wind farming, mm-hmm. and tons and tons of, of oil that nobody really wants to talk about. Okay. They got as much oil as Saudi Arabia. It's unbelievable. Anyway, double nickels on the dime. Uh, ITM gentlemen, could I get some karma for my wife and her new home business venture so I can finally be back to working one job and we can still support our five little human resources? And up my monthly no agenda donations. Please call out my brother Trent and friend Stuart as douchebags. Douchebag. They won't listen to the greatest podcast in the universe, though they have been promised. To since Thanksgiving, and if I can afford any more karma, I would. uh, Could you provide Big C of the Bear Crawling Nation live, and all the podcasters of the Bear Crawling Nation? who have recently started streaming under the No Agenda stream.
1: Absolutely. Karma for you guys. Thank you so much for We've helping out.
0: We've
8: got karma.
0: Elliot Gardner in New York, Pennsylvania. $54 in the morning. Citizens, I'm donating 54 because it's the smallest number that can be written as the sum of three squares in three ways. Magic number. I want this donation to go toward Andrew Gardner's knighthood. And you know, this, some of the accounting has to be done here. And give him a birthday shout-out. And karma for his birthday on the 29th. Can you do a birthday ringtone for him? Maybe... Happy birthday, slave, and a slide whistle. Okay. I'll do happy birthday, slave, and I'll give him the slide whistle.
1: I'll do, uh, I'll do, hey, citizen, happy birthday, slave, and you do the slide whistle. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Hey, citizen. Happy birthday, slave. <laughs> cool. That's, that, no, that's, okay. <laughs> I can just see the ringtone frog being very happy now.
0: Colin Clayton in Edmonton, Alberta is our final donor. $50 for my second donation is for my 35th birthday on the 29th. Looking for some karma booster shot. I signed up for a $5 (laughs) a month plan as I get more entertainment out of this than I do the Netflix in Canada, which is $8 a month. (laughs) Keep up the good work.
8: You've got karma. That's right. It's
0: the karma adjuvant.
1: A booster shot. Very good. Very, very good. Uh, before we finish up there, John, I uh, got a note from Sar Bamba. I think he sent a check to us. Did you get this one? Uh, maybe. I've been a douche too long. Being a listener has changed my life mentally and physically. I'm a different person from four years ago. It's not been easy going through a no agenda depression as I became awake, but that was only the speed bump, and I'm a better per- person because of my awakening. Please accept, and this was a, a lower donation, but I wanted to fish it out there. Please accept $42 as the layaway payment for episode 420's executive producer title, as well as giving Sar Bomba's crops a dose of karma to allow me the financial latitude to reach the goal of $420. So uh, 420, of course, is a very important number amongst the uh, lovers of the weedage. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and that's a good one. lover <laughs> yeah, So, uh, you know, I think... Not we're getting, to, we're headed there. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why he's doing it. So, uh, since he's under the, the the karmic level of $50, let me please just bestow karma on all weedage around
0: Gitmo Nation.
8: Here you go. Grow. You've got grow, karma. Grow. Grow. I want
0: to remind people they can go to NoAgendaNation.com, NoAgendaShow.com, and click on the donation button, or go directly to Dvorak.org slash and channeldivorek.com slash NA and uh, help us continue our, uh, I guess it's our uh, job to uh, open some people's eyes as we just heard from that last letter. And uh, I think it really does change the way people look at things. And I think it improves uh, the way you see things. I think when you see things a little more realistically, even though some of the stuff is kind of far out there and it's not necessarily realistic, but it's, it, it, at least you're open as opposed to being shut down by the media, it's just, it's, it's horrible.
1: Well, when it happens, when, when you do open up and, uh, and particularly when, and I think this is what most people get out of the show is when they actually see things in the media that, you know, you're like, Oh, well, this is so obvious what this is about. That's the beauty moment, right? That's when people just go, Oh my God, this is great. And they, you feel literally enlightened, literally enlightened. Now, please do me a favor and tonight uh Sunday night so watch any reality show I think the Kardashians are on in America just watch it I
0: I think that the, you, if you want to watch another reality show which is Oh is, is a,
1: GOP is we
0: have another d- debate tonight No it's the, uh, the Screen Actors Guild Award
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay so watch that reality show exactly I think That's on TBS oh, or good. some obscure oh, good. station Good 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 watch that and tell me If you feel good afterwards, because you don't, you feel depressed and small and puny. But when you watch stuff from your no agenda mindset, not the psych awards, by the way, you feel like a breath of fresh air. And then just look at your cable bill or look at your Netflix bill or any anything else you're paying for and consider giving the value of that for the value of what we're giving you. 10 what is it how many hours like 5 hours 10, like 20 hours a month so uh, we're doing plus, now? 20
0: plus hours 20 a plus month 20 plus hours a month and the show notes which uh, I'm quite proud of oh they're invaluable and I think a lot of people they're they're not utilized as much as they could be but people who use them I think a lot of students can get you know it's a real good resource and I'd like and to they're point, entertaining I'd like to point out that I think
1: if you look at readnoagenda.com let me just see how they did today um I think uh, episode 377 which was the one that we did on uh, Thursday so it would be 377.readnoagenda.com I think it's almost fully transcribed as well so there's another huge bit of value. they got a nice new look too someone did a a beautiful uh template template exactly uh let me see Three, 64% transcribed so far within a few days only that's pretty good yeah so that'll finish up today and then people can start working on three seven eight it's it's funny they have a little chart here waiting for audio but if it's kind of it's kind of weird when you when you read it john when you read the transcription of our episodes it's like adam curry anyone out there listening to us on the stream please make sure we have the backup recording because you never know small production (laughs) notice there you hear the fat lady john john c devorak do i hear what Adam Curry. <laughs> Adam Curry. Do you hear the fat bitch? John C Dvorak. Yeah, that's why I was playing my slide whistle. You didn't hear me? Adam Curry, okay, all right, yeah, I heard you. Maybe you're just doing that out of your own accord. I don't know. And then they have the, but then you can actually play that little snippet. Yeah, it makes us look like the two idiots <laughs> no, this, on the radio. John C. Dvorak. I'm crazy, Adam Curry. Hell yeah. So once again we're about four hundred kilobit up, four hundred kilobit down. Well, John C Dvorak, well I can barely you're breaking up constantly. This is, this is this is so cool. Oh, this <laughs> Adam Curry Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in fifty years from now, someone's gonna run across this somewhere on like archive.org. and like, wow, those guys were crazy. <laughs>
0: what was that all? <laughs> they about? were insane. Why did people listen to that? They were insane. And while we're messaging, I do want to make one. I want to make a comment to the artists that do our covers. Oh, so there's yes. a lot of them, and they're yes. all great. Yeah. you have to note that. Go to NoAgendaShow.com, and you have to see that Adam, at least on his sites, has shrunk the uh, cover art to such a point it's not the thumbnail, but it's smaller it's enough so smaller that you have to be careful with your lettering or it won't be readable. Well, well,
1: also, it's the size of the album art. So when you look at it in an iPhone or in your iTunes or any player that understands album art, it's going to be smaller regardless. Now, in the show notes, you'll notice I have a tab where I have always the full-size cover art. John, you haven't even seen that, have you? Have, yeah. you, even, have you even seen the new layout for the show notes? Have you even Yeah, seen- that's great. <laughs> Dick, you haven't looked at it. <laughs> you're a horrible, man.
0: You just you're just making that up. You're, go play your slide whistle. Anyway. We'll play your play us out on the uh birthdays.
8: org slash N A. This is birthday, birthday. Oh no way!
1: Congratulates his godson Zachary Schindel turning five today. Joseph Grassifo congratulates himself. He is 42 years old. Elliot Gardner congratulates Andrew Gardner for his birthday today. And Colin Clayton, his own congratulations, turning 35 today. Happy birthday on behalf of all your buddies here at the No Agenda Show. Uh, if we've mentioned you before, you will get a birthday card, but remember, we may
6: not call you. It's your birthday, yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't be surprised if we don't call That's you. What? Oh, 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 hello, hello, hello. Oh, you just dropped off the face of the earth. Oh, hello, hello. There you are. Hello? You're coming back. Hello? You got hello? that scratch in the two, pot again. Two, two. Well, I can't afford a new TLS
1: fifty fifty. Ah, crap. Hello. That's because they don't make hello? them anymore. Oh, hello? hello. Two, 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 two. Check. Two. Mic Check. Mic Check. Mic Check. Mic Check. Mic Check. Okay, we're back. Okay, we're back. Ah, all right. Uh, let's talk about the Euroland for a minute here, John. Uh, always,
0: because, always a good subject.
1: John. Yeah. Something really big happened uh, in Euroland over the weekend, which is, of course, not getting any real reporting. In fact, we should probably pay our little uh, Euro jingle. here. Yeah. So this was quite amazing. What uh, took place? The Germans came out with a proposal, and uh, and this was leaked to the Financial Times. I say leaked with air quotes because, of course, it's meant to get out. And did you hear about this proposal?
0: Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. What's your analysis? <laughs> well, besides that, you're just a you know, well, go on.
1: Well, so the idea is that uh, the troika, i.e., the IMF the European Central Bank and uh, the European Commission will come in and will uh, take over Greece's uh, Greece's spending so that uh, everything will be under control. And the idea is that uh, uh, this, of course, is all predicated on getting the next bailout uh, of 130 billion euros, that uh, every single penny Greece makes has to go to paying off the banks first before it goes to anything else. So it's like a complete takeover of sovereignty.
0: They're just stealing their money. You know, yeah. Before you continue with this, can I just mention one thing? Because you brought it up, or, or the last show or the one before, the possibility. Because if you think about it, what's changed in Greece that makes them broke, and they weren't broke a decade ago or fifteen Another years thing, it's ago. It's exactly the same. And it's as if they somebody came in and cooked the books in reverse to put these guys in a bind, so they could steal their stuff. So
1: this is what I said on the last show: is that they're blaming some guy for coming in and saying, uh, "Wait a minute, you know, you you guys have uh, like sixteen percent uh, uh, debt versus GDP." Uh, instead of the, you know, like 7 or 8% that you said it was. And so this guy, is you know, he's being prosecuted. His emails are being stolen. But I think I really, you know, do you remember Operation Paperclip, John? Remember that? You talked about that in the last show. I didn't talk about Operation Paperclip. I did not. I thought you did. Why why, why is it come to mind as if you had? Look, I remember things. We did not. But I'll tell you, Operation Paperclip, after World War II, uh, the Americans brought in a lot of Germans uh, scientists, etc., to you know beef up our uh, our science, and you know so we could uh, make build rockets and kill people with stuff. What if? What if? What actually happened is the Nazis basically came over. And all the Nazis were in America, and you know they're infiltrated inside the Treasury and the IMF and the World Bank, and they all just sat there dormant, just waiting for the opportunity. And then they send the signals back to Germany. It's like, now we're going to do it again without killing all the Jews. We're just going to, like, just screw everybody and steal all their shit. Because that's what it looks like.
0: Well, that's what they were kind of up to in the, in the, in the Second World War was stealing everybody's stuff. Yeah, but I mean, they had to Russia. go
1: and kill Jews and all that, and gypsies and, and yeah, th- but random people. Yeah,
0: stealing more stuff than anything.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know which is worse, killing or stealing. I think there's a scale. But... It seems like this could this maybe be just a German plot all along that they'd just been waiting for this opportunity. Well, that's they, kind of what
0: I think. W- your buddy uh, in, in Britain, the uh, whose name Nigel was Nigel Farage Nigel Farage uh, would probably agree. May, he'd probably buy into that assertion.
1: Well, it certainly seems like it. Now, here's the, here's the official uh, propaganda news report about uh, Greece and this uh, proposal.
13: Greek officials have rejected out of hand a German idea for Athens to cede control over its budget policy to a special Eurozone commissioner. It comes as the government and the country's private creditors said they were finalizing a deal to slash Greece's debt, essential to secure a new bailout and avoid a default. Both sides say the deal follows a framework put forward by Eurozone finance ministers. However, progress could be undermined by problems with the troika of foreign lenders, the EU Commission, ECB and IMF. When
1: you hear this report, doesn't it sound like we're in 1943? However, problems could be with the troika who are coming into... Sounds to... more like
0: 1941, actually. Hello,
1: hello, but... hello to all ships at sea. It looks like the troika is coming in to, to, to execute the German plan. The Germans will be taking over from the troika
6: that's not bad
0: that's one of your best
1: I like that (laughs) I'll I'll try and work on it some more
0: yeah work on it some more I'll I'll, I'll write you a script you talk like that and I
2: can screw it up (laughs) with
0: with, uh, Audacity there's some really cool cool, uh, filters Filters, that make it sound like it was the 40s Let's get back to our
13: report. And are threatening to hold up aid unless more is done. The finance minister is trying to appease both sides. Nothing must be done that will deepen the recession, he said. We must do everything to restrict the recession and begin the cycle of growth. The coming days will determine the coming decade. What's happening now is of historical significance and we must all work together. But Greece has balked at the German plan, which would effectively mean Athens surrendering sovereign over tax and spending to the EU, at least until its finances are sorted <laughs> out. Men-
9: it looks like the, Greece, with the Greeks will have to surrender to the EU and the German twinker.
13: The Greeks already blame Chancellor Merkel's government for the austerity medicine they are being forced to swallow. The European Commission has said austerity medicine they are forced to swallow. Athens should retain autonomy. But the German intervention suggests Berlin is running out of patience with Greece's failure to meet its targets.
9: Berlin is clearly running out of patience with Greece to fail to meet its targets, so the Germans it, but, will hit the targets in Greece.
13: I think we got the
0: idea. I, I think you missed a neurolinguistic trick they like to use. What's that? Using the in, in tandem, using the phrase unless un, un, more is
1: done." Oh, oh, less more. They use the less more thing. Beautiful. Yeah. How oh, those guys are good. So, so meanwhile, Davos is on Davos, Davo, Davos, 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 Davos. 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 which means uh, they get to pull all these elitists out of the closet for the news channels. You know, what's the uh, what's the douchebag Pakistani guy's name? Uh, GPS. Uh, yeah. You talking about the Fareed. general sheriff? For, 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 no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fareed Zakaria's out there. Oh, no, you are douchebags. Yeah, of course. Fareed Zakaria. Oh, Fareed Zakaria, yeah. They send, the uh, what's the, from CNBC, the, who used to be hot, the original M- Money
0: Babe, what's her name? Right, uh, Maria Barton. Maria Bartiromo. Yeah, yeah. But they send, For you know, s- a couple of years ago, by the way, they, uh, there's, I, I know people that, I know who, who puts this on. I probably could have gotten to go to this once in a while, but. Oh, please. But a couple of years ago, they invited Scoble.
6: As a journalist, he never got
0: invited back because he was he was being Scoble the whole time. So he would roam around with his camera. Hi, I'm Robert Scoble. Who are you? And he stick cameras in all these rich fucks' faces all over the and they just got rid of him. This guy's got to
1: go. Yeah, this is uh, we can't even control this one. This is not a good slave. Give me a new one. Wow. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Um. No, so they send Richard over. You know Richard? This is the guy who used to do travel programs on CNN. He's a British guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's very funny. Oh, yeah. And so he sits down with Klaus Schwab. Now, Klaus Schwab is the is a German. He has a German, and he's the organizer of Davo. And this guy says some outrageous stuff goaded on by the idiot. We... Have chosen as a
2: title The Great Transformation. The Great
1: Transformation. John, have you heard the, the title The Great Transformation before in History Box?
0: What is the point? That's I mean what great transformation from what to what? From riches to poordom to to being annihilated.
2: To address exactly the fundamental changes which are happening in the world and to force the world to look for new models. In decision making This guy is straight
1: out of Central Casting. You know, you know he's from Idaho or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the way we must talk when we organize Davos.
13: Capitalist models?
2: You see, here's just the point. We argue in terms of capitalism. But capitalism, in my opinion, is outdated. It is outdated.
0: What is oh, this? this? By the way, this, oh, this meme, by the way, yeah, the capitalism is dead, we need a new form of capitalism, it's not working anymore, is everywhere uh-huh that's of course because he said it capitalism is outdated what is important is
1: talent
2: capitalism was born when capital was the most important resource today it's talents talents
1: talents if you have talents like uh, talents like uh blowjobs this is
0: now the new currency this is crazy. You sound like Triumph the, uh, the insult <laughs> comic dog. Poo now. I, I, I'm right. all over the I'm all you sound over like the like a map. German guy, then you became the dog. <laughs> well. But this is nuts. For isn't me
1: this, but isn't this nuts? This uh this capitalism is outdated? What is what is the We got to get
0: on this. We got to get harder on this and find out where it came from because this is all over the. I've been seeing in one of my emails from a friend of mine who I will remain nameless saying, well, did there, I think the conclusion we're having to draw is that state capitalism is better than free market capitalism, which is Chinese style capitalism. Is, yeah, that means like total As dictatorship. Yeah,
1: that is horrible.
0: Wow. And why is anyone throwing this meme out there? You know, and I think these presidential candidates are part of this thing. This is a scam. There's something up. This is really important. This is what people should, everyone who listens to this show should be on the lookout for this meme. Capitalism's outdated. Capitalism's not working. This, cap, you know, we crony capitalism is what's screwing things up. It's got nothing to do with real free market capitalism. Seems to be
3: working
1: quite well.
0: So anyway, back to this.
1: this yeah, ending. so... um so in Gibmo Nation lowlands where the media is 100% uh, controlled uh, by uh, the, the governmental sources and the queen of course the the symbolic queen. So I was uh, because I was in drone air you have the uh, the main Dutch newspaper newspaper the Telegraaf every single day. So it's funny it's like you know it's a multi- it's like Donald Duck it's like it's like reading uh, like a comic book. So very interesting to read. And uh, all of a sudden, out of the blue, huge news. Um, They are going to release the guy who kidnapped Freddie Heineken like 25 years ago. Are you familiar with that story, Freddie Heineken? No,
0: I didn't know Freddie Heineken was kidnapped. The guy who who was the family heir to the Heineken brewery. Well, he wasn't the heir. He was the one who made it. Oh, he's the guy. Yeah, he's now passed on. Um,
1: But uh, he was kidnapped by this guy named Holader. And, uh, the, and the, the Netherlands, Kipa Nation Lowlands, is a, there is so much crime. There are so many gangsters. There, people are getting killed all the time. Let's just not forget uh, Pim Fortan, who was going to win the election, liquidated. Let's not forget Theo van Gogh, who, who made, you know, the descendant of Vincent van Gogh. Van Gogh. And uh, he was liquidated on the street and they tried to cut his head off. And stuck a knife in his chest with a note. I mean, it's it's a crime-ridden place, but no one really ever wants to talk about it. So this Holader, who has been in jail all this time, they couldn't they couldn't pin anything on him, and they decide on I think it was Wednesday or Thursday to release him from prison. And uh, the way they were doing that, because of course you know people want to kill him, is uh, you know there's there was no. No coverage of it. They snuck him out the back door. They say they dropped him off somewhere in the woods. (laughs) And it was front page everywhere. All the news. Everyone's talking about this. Oh, my God. They released the guy. Big news. Front Full page. Full page. This happens on the very day that Bos, former finance minister, and Nout Velink, former uh, president of the Dutch Central Bank, were questioned and had to admit in, which of course was not covered, this is the distraction of the week over there, that when they nationalized ABN AMRO, uh, Lazar Bank, who they hired to do the deal, um, missed, misunderstood something in the valuation. And the Dutch taxpayers overpaid for the bailout in the region of 3 to 15 billion euros. And they admitted this. Yeah, well, you know, it was a mistake and stuff happens. They admitted it. And there was no coverage. And all you know is that the Dutch government is now telling their people that they have to cut um, services and put in austerity measures in the amount of, guess what, 15 billion euros. (laughs) So the money was literally transferred to private bankers and investors by mistake, <laughs> and now they're telling and they, people. By that, the
0: way, those kinds of mistakes don't happen. Of course, the Lazar bank, that's a Lazar Bank—that's supposed to be a reputable bank—but no, was like, they got bookkeepers. They were, this whole thing was a scam,
1: total scam, and they admitted it and on the day they admitted it. They come out with this huge news about some guy. You know, like whatever, some
0: kids like that. <laughs> They found the Lindbergh baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It was just unbelievable. Huh. And, you, and no, and you know, like, luckily, luckily, one or two uh, of our producers caught that as well. They're like, oh, I can't believe this happened. But wow, I was just like, it's unbelievable. And people just don't see it, John. They just don't see it.
0: Well, how can you see it when nobody, I mean, it has to be pointed out. Yeah. I'm mean, not everybody's a you know 24 seven researcher.
1: Yeah, well, we are. That's what we're doing all no, the time. I know.
0: It, it, yeah. Actually, we're 4814. Yeah. There's two of us. 4814. <laughs> 48. 48? That's a new donation amount.
1: 4814. It's a good number. Yeah, but it has to be anonymous. No, actually, if you do 4814, I think that deserves a mention. No, we got these rules. <laughs> <Pfft>. so, <laughs> so does Greece. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh yeah, I might as well just finish up on uh, on Euroland, just give you the rundown. Um of course uh it really will be Portugal, uh that is that is going to be the big the big one that's coming next. Uh check these numbers out. Wow. So the gross domestic product per cap uh product per person in Greece is twenty six thousand dollars a year. In Portugal twenty one thousand. So it's even worse. Bond yields past 7%. They need a second bailout package. Let's look at Spain for a second. The numbers are staggering. Um, Unemployment, 22.85%. People under 25, 51% unemployed. Half of all people under 25 years old are unemployed in Spain.
0: Just, That's half of the employable. It doesn't include 10-year-olds. True, uh, of the employable, yeah, but
1: still. It's just, it's just startling. And uh, there's a report coming out. Actually, another one from the lowlands. Remember, the lowlands did not get a downgrade. But people in the lowlands are getting Yet. very, very very angry. Yet, yeah, getting very, very angry. There's a report coming out that our, our guy there, uh, Geert Wilders, commissioned to... Um, they uh, they asked Lombard Street Research. Now they could all be in on the game with the Nazis. Who knows? You know this could all be a setup. But the uh, the report is: What would the economic consequence be of staying in the Eurozone versus returning to the Gilder? This report coming out in a couple of days. This will be a very important report because, of course, everyone's going to see that if they just go back to the Guilder, they'll be richer. They'll have a lot more money to spend, and it wouldn't surprise me. If Germany and the Netherlands were playing together, their elites, and they have quite you know, even in the in the Dutch national anthem, Oh Wilhelmus von Nassau, am I of German blood? That's literally in the anthem, that this whole thing was a setup to just steal all of Europe.
0: I'm not gonna argue against the idea. No, I know you won't. I've never been a big fan of this thing since its inception. <laughs> since they started in 1956, you were against it. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Weep, wee.
1: uh, I just want to wind it up today. I got uh, I'm very worried for uh, Congressman Paul. In fact, I'm going to give him a karma shot right now.
8: You've got karma.
1: I've heard some weird language before about, you know, getting rid of somebody. But Jack Welsh, who um, I guess Jack Welsh is still seen as the he ran uh, General Electric for many many it was General Electric, right?
2: Yeah,
0: for many many years. He's very famous as the CEO of General Electric during his era, and then of course when he got out, he, he retired and gave the reins over to somebody else. That basically the um, the board of directors they because he had he didn't want a lot of money. He wanted all a bunch of perks because he was trying to you know cut to keep his taxes low and he'd like the perks including a jet as soon as he got ousted they've screwed him out of everything <laughs> he basically lost his pension the jet The fuck the jet they wanted to, have to take the jet back and the guy's essentially borderline you know considering how rich he should be he's uh just just essentially do you, do you, just getting th- by for
1: it do you think he really uh, like he like he's not, not really rich. He's got to be loaded. The guy's got to be loaded. John. No, I Come think on. I
0: really think he's dead sincere. I don't think he's low. I think I don't think he's broke. He's not broke like we are, but he's, <laughs> no. he's definitely not what he he's not in the league. He should be in.
1: So he married. Uh, I don't know if it, was his, it must have been his second or third wife, Susie, who's for him. I mean, what a catch, right? She's she's super hot. She's smoking. She's m- much younger than he is. But they write columns together, which is disturbing you know it's, <laughs> it it's one thing disturbing. to have you know Jack Welch write a column but he like we wrote this column and we, you know we look at business perspectives well he wrote a column about Ron Paul uh, about how he should be exited from this whole race and the way he uses the term is disturbing and this is Soledad O'Brien who we of course know. Uh, asked him a question about this column, and here's his explanation,
3: or part of it. Well, I'm not saying that. Our, our column is to tie up at current events to business issues, and we, we're saying that, in our view, Ron Paul will not be a finalist in, the, in this campaign, and that the GOP is going to have to exit him just as you have to exit employees. I don't like the way that sounds, John.
1: The GOP will have to exit
0: him. Yeah, it's really bad wording. So the manager- that's, just, that's just making us, you know, some sort of a threat.
1: Yeah. That now, well- you
0: know, of course, the, the funny side story to this, which is the soft pedal of the story, was that is that all four of their sons support Ron Paul. Oh, really? I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The
3: lesson here is the same one you have with employees. When you let them go, you've got to let them go with dignity and voice you got to take care of them because they're going to be suppliers, customers, friends, recommendations. You want them as your friend. Ron Paul is going to exit left on this stage sometime down the road before August or in August. And the GOP doesn't want to lose those wonderful voters that he's brought on board. So how well they treat Ron Paul going forward is a very big deal. Just the way how you lay off employees is a very big deal.
0: He also makes He also doesn't sound good. He says we have to take care of him.
1: Yeah. Take care of him. Exit him. I don't like <coughs> any any of these words. I think they're very, very dangerous words. Yeah. And I'm sure he's tied into the Republican Party.
0: And what, you know, i sure, no, he is for sure. But what's the point of this? Does he not like Ron Paul's message? I mean, what, what, is, what is it about Ron Paul that he, he's not the only guy who's done this? There's a bunch of guys that said they got to get it. What, there's some people say he shouldn't be in the party. He shouldn't be. You know, he's essentially, Ron Paul boils down old-fashioned Republicanism, real Republicanism that better than any of these other guys small government yes. no wars yes. low taxes everything every checklist item that you would think would be a republican item as opposed to these other guys i mean let's face it romney this is probably boring people overseas but romney and and uh, gingrich and i would say santorum are big government uh, let's get religion involved in uh, in the in the in the state uh, high taxes tax of war let's bomb iran Uh, no matter what, uh, we gotta, you know, it's just like, it's just, there, something's wrong with this picture.
1: Yeah. What's even, and by the way, I don't think it bores people overseas because the only, I was reading the, the telegraph again, you know, they have a little, uh, little box about the, you know, they have the little box with a little douchebag dude. Who's reporting on the, uh, the American, uh, GOP reality show, little American flag next to his head, you know, like reporter on the scene, and uh, and it's always the same I'm like well, it's getting really personal and you know Newt and mitt they're fighting each other, not a single mention of Ron Paul, of course, not a single mention you know like they're fighting it's getting personal, it's horrible oh those politics oh those republicans oh they're horrible <laughs> so I think people appreciate uh, this type of uh, of analysis i i don't i don't, I, dis- I disagree with you on that one. I think it's okay well, no, maybe. Uh, And then we promised to look into Gidmo Nation haggis.
0: All I could get out of that was they got lots of oil and they want it for themselves. Well, uh, I got a note from one of our producers who lives there. I'm a Scot
1: living on the east coast of Scotland. And he says this whole thing is a setup by the Scottish Nationalist Party who really just want to uh, take the North Sea oil platforms, join the EU... And have a greater role in the EU is there's a bunch of douchebags who just want to be a part of the big party there in Brussels. And he says that most real Scots don't want any part of this separation from the from the United Kingdom.
0: Yeah, well, that's good news, because that would be a, it would be a disaster. I did catch an interview. Wants wants to join the, the dying EU. Yeah, mean, this it, is how dumb some of these people are.
1: Well, these guys, of course, you know, you know that they're all power hungry. All politicians are based. I'm mean, not all. But come on. You know, it's, you, you look at these guys like we know them, John. We know these people that just they just want to be there, just want to be a part of the party. They want the hookers and blow. And that's what they want. And like, eh, we'll deliver the limos. Scotland. Don't forget the limos. limos. We'll deliver Scotland to you. We'll deliver that in 2014. So Scotland's first minister, Alex Salmond, Salmond, I think his name is Salmond, was interviewed by Jeremy Paxman. And this was a very funny interview. Because Jeremy Paxman is like, he's just like slamming the guy. Just like, you know, you suck, this is stupid, are you out of your mind, you know, you're not realistic. And it's very funny how the guy answers him. Well, just play it until you're sick of it, but I think you'll be laughing the whole way through.
2: Alex, how would an independent Scotland be different? Well, it'd be governed as the people of Scotland would wish it to be governed. You know, raise your own taxes, decide... uh, our own spending priorities, decide whether or not to go into legal wars in Iraq. The answer would be no, incidentally. So there would be very substantial differences in the in the nature of the policy formulation, there are some at the present moment. There would be a lot more if Scotland were independent. It would also be broke, of course,
0: wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> it would also
0: be broke, of course. Be... I like the comeback. It, it, it keeps going. It would also be broke, of course.
2: Well, uh, uh, you know, independent Scotland would be the sixth most prosperous country by head. This, by
1: the way, is is true. The way that, the way that if you calculate it that way, it would be the sixth most most prosperous nation because of all the oil which would be off the coast of Scotland in the North Sea. And, of course, you know, we can't have that actually happening. You know, the Queen won't allow that. So, But that's his,
2: that's his whole spiel. And Paxman just keeps on hammering the guy. In the OECD, I think that's a, a reasonable basis to start to be an independent country. We've got a trillion pounds worth of public debt in this country. How much would the Scots take? Well, the normal way to divide up debt would be either a population share or a GDP share. So uh, Incidentally... How much have, do you want to take? Well, that would be about, just over 8%. But, incidentally, we would have about 90% of a trillion pound asset in terms of oil and gas resources in the North Sea. But the birthright of any citizen of an independent Scotland would be about £16,000 worth of debt, or would it be more than that? Well, the assets <laughs> would be much greater. See, the difference between Scotland's position is we'd have a share... Well, you know, you're, you're talking about the, the debt that the United Kingdom has accumulated. We'd take our share of that because we're part of the United Kingdom. We can't do anything about the mistakes of previous so, chances that it's checking. And you know the level of public spending in scotland the last year for which records are available yes and you also know that
1: uh, this is boring but i wanted to hear i want you to hear the part yeah, about he's
2: gone, yeah he's
0: going yeah there's like a
1: part
2: a, about the bbc
1: because you know they have to pay for for television right Yeah,
2: (laughs) armored train or something. Well, this is about the gold. It'd certainly be a lot better than the. the, the This
1: is we're going to take the gold, and Paxman says we're going to have an armored train carry all that gold up to Scotland.
2: Nuclear trains that go to Faslane at the present moment, Jeremy. Let's look at the politics of it. You say that an independent Scotland would be a beacon of progressiveness. (laughs) I think I recall Robert Mugabe saying something similar about Zimbabwe.
6: (laughs)
0: Yeah. He, he never lets up. Paxman's great when he's on a roll. I, I don't I don't think, Jeremy, you can do yourself any
2: great favors by comparing Scotland to Zimbabwe. I'm no, comparing you to Mugabe.
0: Of... <laughs> okay, well let's let's change the topics as we're running out of time. Um I got a t- short clip of uh, Don Lemon as he's going to introduce the next segment on CNN. Within the background, Christine Aguilera doing a tribute to Etta James trying to sing. Just play this real quick. It'll break the mood. Christine Aguilera
5: where. sings Etta James' signature song, At Last, at her funeral today. Highlights coming up after the break. But first...
0: Think, I uh, thought it was they were killing a cat.
1: Yeah, I think Etta James just rolled over in her, in her grave. Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> it was unbelievable. What happened? They, like, they can't find a black singer that sounds a little like Etta James. They have to bring Christina. You know, this what happened there? It was,
1: I don't know. All right, well, we'll, we'll do funny things. Did you hear a Joe o. Biden do an Indian accent? Oh, no. (laughs) Well, he catches... That would be very good. He catches himself. He's talking about call centers and how we should have call centers in America now. Even call
10: centers, even call centers, which rushed overseas in the hundreds of thousands. How many times do you get to call? I'd like to talk to you about your (laughs) credit
6: cards. (laughs) (laughs) And he catches himself. I'm
10: going to call you now. I'm going to
0: call I'd like to talk to you about your (laughs) credit cards. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Well, I've got, okay, here's one. (laughs) Rain Wilson has apparently joined some uh, group to help the poor and help the Haitians. And just play this clip, Odd Story About, and then catch the punchline.
5: But first, we want to talk about CNN Heroes. Fans of the NBC show... Keep going. Comedy, The Office. No <laughs> so, yeah, actor, Rain Wilson.
1: As- yeah, of course. Keep going. Keep rolling. Roll the teleprompter for me,
5: please. The egomaniacal Dwight Shirt. But unlike his character, Wilson is committed to helping others. In 2007, he saw a story about one of our and heroes, an everyday person changing the world, and was so moved that he decided to lend a hand. Five
4: years later, he is still involved and inspired. Take a look. I was literally sitting in my trailer at the office, and um, I was looking at the CNN website, and they had the CNN Heroes, I think it was in the first year, and I saw this story on this guy, Aaron Jackson. This is a young kid from Florida, grew up on a golf course, you know, didn't really have much direction in his life, and then he went traveling in the third world, and he saw poverty, and... He decided to just devote his life to making the world a better place. Uh, today we've dewormed uh, estimated maybe a little <laughs> over a hundred people. <laughs>
0: Deworm?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: this is Rain, Rain Wilson is is floating around the world with his Joker deworming kids. Apparently, <laughs> all of the Haitian kids who want to play deworming part oh, two. No. It's-
4: Oh no. It's been um, great to be able to help out Aaron Jackson and planting peace by doing some fundraisers. I've gotten to introduce him to to people and help raise money and just help his organization really get moving. He's the amazing guy who's doing all the really hard work and you know, give him the cash and just let him go do what he does best four or five orphanages in haiti and i also went out when they distributed the deworming medication um out in the (laughs) rural villages and towns (laughs) you're distributing food aid all around the country so many kids can be you know, eating their fill, but because they're so filled with worms, they're not, unable to digest and process that that food. So it's really just kind of a waste. You deworm a kid, and the worms shoot out within usually twenty-four to forty-eight hours.
1: How come Bill Gates is not on top of this? How come he is not spending uh, hundreds of millions of dollars deworming the poor people of Haiti? <laughs> and that's a hero. Oh, how low can you go? Office. I'm never going to watch that show again. Oh, man. Oh, boy.
0: If you want to play some end of show, I do have a, <laughs> really? a couple of kind of funny gl- stories about the history of the Glock
1: gun. Uh, but we, we can save that. Why don't you save that one? Why don't we
0: part with some Al Sharpton? You have Al Sharpton? I got a little Al well, Sharpton. How long is it? Should it be end of show or, or, or just now?
1: Well, it's, uh, I think it's now because it's just, oh, funny, it. just funny to laugh about. This is Al Sharpton. Uh, playing the race card, uh, and he has got some douchebag friend of his he brings on, uh, saying that uh, everyone's racist. Now we knew that this was going to happen in this in this campaign.
0: So Sharpton, of course, and why is Sharpton? Why does Sharpton have a job on MSNBC? Well, to do this.
9: Let's get to the picture everyone's talking about. This picture. This picture. Arizona Governor Jan Brewer pointing her finger right at the president of the United States, President Obama, just moments after he landed in Arizona yesterday. Their heated exchange was reportedly centered around her portrayal of the president in a meeting two years ago as condescending. According to reports, they were talking at the same time over each other. I don't care what differences you have, the pointing is unacceptable. (laughs) <laughs> the pointing is unacceptable. It's flat why? out. Du- it's unacceptable. Listen why. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. But she's not apologizing. Oh, no. Oh, why no. Why should she? Be a roll
7: the videotape. He's very thin-skinned. I thought that he was pretty uh, thin-skinned.
11: He walked away. He, I, I was in the middle. Now
1: you notice what's going on here, pointing thin-skinned. You know, you know where this is leading, right? Well, the he
11: walked away. I wasn't angry at all. I I, I felt a little bit uh, threatened, uh, if you will, in, in, in the attitude that he had because I was there uh, to welcome him. Thin-skinned.
9: You felt threatened does that even mean you felt threatened well because the president likes to drone people douche by the president of the united states this is yet another example of disrespect and delegitimizing this president you're a governor if you want to invite the president somewhere you're talking to him the only reason you bring a letter is to dramatize and confront now that's the setup now he brings in this guy from sirius xm to hammer it home and it's really really bad joining me now is joe madison host of the mornings with madison on sirius xm radio joe what do you make of brewers disrespect this is nothing more and i'll just say it straight up there are some people not all in this country who can cannot stand the fact, fact. that this is an african-american who is now one of the most powerful individuals on the planet and there are those who can not consciously And subconsciously handle it. I know people don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. Well and so you know you're not gonna get a debate. You You know you're not gonna get a debate from me. They brought race in. They put a race deck on the table. If you pull a card, it's a race card because they set the deck. I'm talking about those on the other side of this argument. That's that's pretty outrageous.
1: Wow. I mean they brought him in. Really? Who brought that in? Where did that come from?
0: I I have no idea. Hmm. All right. The guy's a the guy is a douchebag. Oh
1: yes. Um reminder on the no agenda stream coming right up after this program goes off the air, which is just minutes away. There will be a no agenda producer upsta- update and a uh no agenda producer uh, I see a new live episode of inside the podcaster studio and uh, they'll actually be talking on the no agenda producer update on the stream kind of interesting stuff which I'm following is about the digi notar certificate authorities which have been compromised and uh, you know so basically Google and Microsoft and uh, this you know your tech press is not talking about this but a lot has been compromised for for many many months and uh, they've got some information on that and uh um, well, what else? Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you something funny as we get out of here. So you, you heard about the, you know, Twitter is now going to censor tweets in certain countries.
0: Yes. I wrote a column about this. Uh, I think I may have actually defended the practice.
1: So, um, the way it will happen is um, the tweet will show up and it'll say this tweet from at username has been withheld in uh, your country learn more so I sent out a tweet (laughs) I tweeted myself and said this tweet from Adam Curry has been withheld in your country learn more and I must have gotten a thousand people saying, hey man Twitter censoring you
0: (laughs) yeah I saw I saw that tweet yeah and it made no sense so uh, you should call yourself out as a douchebag for pulling that trick
1: Bag. A little light douchebag there. That was funny.
0: It was. It was moderately funny.
1: Yeah. Well, I think uh, you need to decentralize and get your, own, uh, get your own shit. Stop relying on Twitter and Facebook and Google and all this stuff. I don't but, use Facebook. No, neither do I. Particularly now that uh, Google Chrome is being used by the techno experts in the State Department. Yeah, that's a bad sign. You might want to consider using something else. Like Gopher. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, Gopher yeah. worked fine. Get, a guy, get the old code for web crawler and just do it yourself. Gopher worked great.
1: I loved Gopher. Hey, please uh, check out the show notes three seven eight dot show You can also check out the uh, transcript three seven eight And please consider donating some value for value to this program because we work darsh darn hard bringing you all the information we do coming to you from Cammofo here in the drone star state in the morning everybody i'm adam curry
0: and from northern silicon valley holy macro we're overtime you're getting (coughs) double you're getting bonused on this show i'm john c dvorak we'll
1: be back on thursday right here on no agenda
8: Dvorak.org slash N-A-N-A.